0: <laughs> could, could be worse, sure. Like the rest of this podcast is probably going to be. <laughs> uh,
1: why? Why is it be gold? To be pure you- Tabana gas mine gold. That's what they mine in Tabana, right? No. <laughs>
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh you know, I I don't I don't wanna be prematurely uh pessimistic, but I, I feel as though I'm going to lose some friends after this episode.
1: Oh no. Has there been a great <laughs> disturbance in the forest, Dan?
0: Not not really, no, not 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 I don't know. No. Okay. There are just there are just some things that you know, I was watching and then I went that's weird. Why would you do that? Don't do that. Are, are you
1: saying that you found something wrong in the best Star Wars movie that's ever been made?
0: <laughs> I'm not saying I found something wrong. I just found some things peculiar. But I guess we'll, we'll save that before we get into. Th-
1: oh, of course, th- yes. And I, I don't know if you could tell from my mocking tone, but I, I, <laughs> I, I'm perfectly fine discussing things that you know other people think are beyond criticism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's completely out of character for you, isn't it? I know
1: what a surprise. Uh. Hopefully, I'm not uh, sarcastic or hyperbolic or anything. That would that would be the worst.
0: <sighs> Got to fix your hyperbolic motivator. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Good week. <laughs> it's Monday. We're back on Mondays. It's weird.
1: <sighs> well. D- don't don't tell them that this is evergreen. Obviously. Oh right, 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 all right. It's evergreen. So mm-hmm. evergreen it's Mondays. Mondays. It's. This is the discount.
0: Uh, it sounds like the name of a grocery chain back east.
1: Well, no. That's that's when you go buy your Christmas tree because it's it's that time of year again.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, a... No, you shouldn't buy it right now. It'll turn brown. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, er- yeah. everything turns brown out here. Everything just dies. Hmm.
1: Th- th- thanks, Werner, um, <laughs> for that that cheerful tone.
0: Yeah, uh, you're welcome. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's the desert. Not a lot of stuff lives here. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 arguably a little bit more life than uh, an ice planet, but not much. Can we can we send Werner
1: Herzog to uh the desert? I think that'd be nice. Just to comment um, on life.
0: Sure sure.
1: It'll be uplifting. Uh people love it.
0: Does he like chain restaurants? Because we have a lot of those. I'm I'm really not sure that's the case.
1: Uh so a- a- anyway, deserts.
0: <laughs> How do they work? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> It's new with you. <laughs> you don't want to talk about any of your Apple TV follow-up stuff, do you?
1: Uh, well, there's not much to follow up on. Uh, I, as we mentioned last episode, I was on uh, an episode of Upgrade with uh, Jason Snell and Mike Hurley. Um, you, you can tell because they're frequently mentioned uh, by, <laughs> by everyone because uh, they're good at what they do. And then, uh, so I was there and I said maybe some negative things and some people... I don't know, like freak out, and you say things, and you're not like you didn't you didn't talk about all the good things. And it's like I I don't know what list of things you're referring to, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so
0: how how dare you potentially list uh, stuff that might be concerning for people who might be looking into buying this product? It's it's very negative of you to list things that might be uh, potential uh, deal breakers for people who are curious about a product.
1: I mean, on paper. Uh, I don't know, although I, I don't really... Oh, well, I guess I could write on the back of this envelope. But anyway, on paper, uh, I, I should be one of the you know biggest fans of this device. And I am one of the biggest fans of a kind of device that this could have been. <laughs> but, but it fell short of those expectations. Uh, so I think it is perfectly reasonable uh, to comment on that after, like, what, four years uh, of, of nothingness, avoid um that that maybe you shouldn't have something that restarts and crashes and like loses connections and doesn't have a remote app that's compatible with it and you have to enter <laughs> a text on a little line and <laughs> i just uh, yeah.
0: i mean you know specific items aside like yeah. are, why are we still having this conversation about why people criticize things I, have we not yet uh, fully realized that we criticize things because we like them and we really want to like certain things and we want them to be better like it's the same it's the same reason we point out issues in movies it's like this could be better in this way it's not it's not that we're saying this product is the worst and no one should buy it it's just uh we, we like it we we want <laughs> we want it to be better
1: yeah well with with very few exceptions there are some exceptions uh we we mostly only talk about things that one at least one of us likes uh they're <laughs> yeah. they the, the few apple things. tv is no snow yeah. piercer yeah well uh and even in the event that one of us doesn't like something we'll usually talk the other one out of doing it except for a couple of occasions like i don't know birdman or detention uh but the, the those sorts of things you take that back <laughs> <It's> crap dan <laughs> <laughs> uh detention is the apple tv of movies but um so
0: <laughs> By that you mean it's great no. or oh, underappreciated god. or something. I don't know.
1: So someday you'll get one and and maybe maybe you can watch Detention on it since you own so many copies on iTunes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do. Still I don't know how you did that. Uh, uh I have
0: I have a couple copies of Detention, including the Blu-ray, I think. Somewhere around here's the Blu-ray.
1: Oh good. Oh god. Do you, do you even still have a Blu-ray player? I never even bought one.
0: I do. That was um not to get into like specific uh follow out for other shows but that was the one thing when uh gruber and uh sandy were, were reminiscing about how how potentially easy things were back in the day when you just had a vhs tape player right there and you just put the tape in and it goes and it's fine and why are you you're, you're so frustrated with this technology and you can't figure it out it's like the, does anybody not remember the last time they tried to play a Blu-ray disc and, like, you had to update the firmware on your Blu-ray player? And then it said, like, well, this is technically Blu-ray disc 1.1 1. 1 and your your player only supports 1.2 and higher. So this disc is just basically, I mean, it's Blu-ray and we're a Blu-ray player, but we're just not going to play it. Like, the last time I tried to use my Blu-ray player, it just basically said, like, I don't know what this disc is. So, sorry, bro. And, like, I just turned it off and bought it on iTunes because... Uh, optical, physical media is just as bad as any sort of other technology, but
1: whatever. Yeah. What do you I was do? shouting
0: at my podcast player when I was listening to that bit of the episode, so I figured I might as well, uh, say it out loud now.
1: Okay. Because that's, that's how <laughs> podcasts work. Is this follow-up, follow-up? I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I
0: figure they'll, uh, they'll hear it or something, and then they'll, uh, they'll reply. <laughs> They're
1: huge fans. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> uh, let's let's move on cuz meh uh and <laughs> let's talk about uh some fun and exciting things in uh in the world around us oh, wait there's nothing so, so maybe we can move to the movie
0: <laughs> some some slightly less new things <laughs> since uh again long time ago far far away and such
1: get like in, in galactic terms
0: well, I, sure i mean it's, it's like a, a whole universe not just galaxies
1: well it can't be a universe away because otherwise it, it wouldn't be in a just another galaxy
0: right i mean I, there, there are other units of measure other than just galaxies
1: i know but that just that wasn't the unit that that's discussed dan that's mostly, not mostly that's not systems
0: mm-hmm. a lot of systems
1: yeah like the noad system
0: mm-hmm. the lando system mm-hmm. that's not a system dan it's a guy it's a person yeah yeah he's got <laughs> he's got very interesting hair mm-hmm i'm it looks very poofy uh billy d williams
1: yeah, uh, he's he's actually not in the movie very much. <laughs> he leaves an impression, though. uh, he, uh
0: yeah, he's uh, he's good. He, he's one of the few people who acts both uh, rationally and uh, incredibly stupidly.
1: Yeah, well, to, don't don't <laughs> we all, Dan? Isn't that just humanity right there? Sure,
0: sure. What, what do you suppose Lando would think about the new uh, Apple TV?
1: And uh, he would say this deal is getting worse all the time. That's what he would yeah. say.
0: I mean, he bought a new one, and uh, it still doesn't have uh, an over-the-top service, so
1: it's I, I, terrible. I don't know if that's necessarily what he was looking for, because his operation is so small that it goes unnoticed by the Empire. So, you know, he's more of an a la carte player.
0: I mean, that's really just some, like, PR nonsense that he's he's been told to repeat when he has guests. You know, because you don't want to, like, make up a new speech every time you give somebody a tour of your cloud city. So you just kind of have your boilerplate stuff that you tell them to keep them intrigued and make it seem like you're... Uh, Fancier than you are,
1: yeah. And then uh, hand them a little recording of all the establishing shots of your cloud city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice little, uh, <sighs> nice little uh, electronic. Oh, what do they call? Uh, oh God, electronic press kit. There you go.
1: And make sure when you're renovating, you add some more windows.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> uh, you, you gotta have you gotta have that natural light. That's really what uh, it, it keeps the property value on your cloud city.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what they say. Uh, but these days, it w- it would be a little out of character to have, like, this big, ostentatious cloud city. What you really want is a tiny cloud city.
0: Sure. No mortgage. I mean, you can take it anywhere you want.
1: You put it in your parents' uh, cloud behind their cloud city, and then (laughs) you have your your own cloud city.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Now that we've sufficiently deterred literally everyone who is listening to this... uh, Are are
1: Star Wars fans actually listening to us? I don't really think that's the case.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, now perhaps... (laughs) Uh, anyone who may have accidentally tuned in is probably gone, and we're just left with the people who who know how uh <laughs> potentially terrible we're going to be mm-hmm. oh, tiny cloud cities mm-hmm.
1: so uh before we got to the Cloud cities, which is really late in the film, we should probably talk about I don't know like the beginning or something uh so one of the interesting things since i invested heavily in uh, buying another copy of Star Wars is that I get to see some of the changes that have been made since the last time I bought a copy of Star Wars. Uh, And since the DVD box set release, uh, Lucas has decided to go back and uh, uh, change just a a few things. And uh, since then, Disney has also gone back and changed just a couple things. So while with Star Wars, we still had uh, Fox credits, uh, this one uh, we don't have any Fox credits. It just goes into sort of like a Lucasfilm fanfare, which is kind of this weird, genericy kind of like chopped up bit of. Uh, it almost sounds like Phantom Menace score. It's it's it, it, it's a little odd. Uh, you, mean,
0: you mean behind his glowy logo, the yeah, shiny logo,
1: yeah, it's the flares and the the stuff and the metal. Um, but uh, I, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I kind of I kind of miss the the Fox fanfare. Uh, I I understand why. You know, for like business reasons, you would want to do that, but uh, it was it, it, it's 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 something that I have ingrained in me since you know you watch it all the time. Uh, well, at least I do. I know that you didn't, and you're like, "What? There's Fox Fanfare at the beginning of this? I just turned it on, and it was on TV sometimes, and then sometimes there's a <laughs> puppet, whatever." That's, yeah, that's my I, impression of you. Um, yeah, that's
0: that's that's good. Uh, there was a shiny logo, and then uh, no credits, and then it did the uh, the the crawl thing again.
1: Yeah. And then uh, my iTunes buffered because that was that was a good time to buffer.
0: Is it right, right, right? Mine worked. Mine worked. I, I bought it on iTunes uh, as well because shocker, I don't own this one. Well, mm-hmm. I do now, but yeah. Okay.
1: Wait. Well, so you also bought the ninety nine dollar like big big thing?
0: No, I just uh, I, I bought them individually.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to break this to you, but if we do all of these, yeah, that is not a savings. You, yeah. You also, might, you might want to uh, renegotiate that deal.
0: <laughs> there's, there's no like complete my bundle deal. No. Uh, there's no price difference if you buy standard def versus HD. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really just like you know, give us all of your your money. Yeah,
1: they're like give us a hundred dollars or pay through the nose <laughs> for every single one of these.
0: I mean, it's really only a savings of twenty bucks if yeah. uh, if you buy the bundle. But
1: yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm
0: all about savings. You, um, know, you, you buy a five, you get the Phantom Menace for free, basically. Not a great deal.
1: Sure. Uh as long as it's not Attack of the Clones. I wouldn't want that one for free. I want to pay for that one. That's the good <laughs> one. Uh just kidding. That's not anyway, so uh the uh the movie starts with the crawl and the stuff, and oh no, the hidden base from last time has totally been found out. And it's like, well we we kinda know that. And it's like, well, they're they're fleeing. It's not so great for them right now, even though they blew up the Death Star. And uh you know By the way,
0: is, is this supposed to be real time difference from the previous movie, like three years?
1: I'm not clear maybe i I don't know there's certainly
0: some time that has passed because luke has risen in the ranks he's like the the leader and you know they've they've sort of got their stuff together on their their hidden base there well luke's not
1: luke is not really like the leader he's just like not lowest rung
0: well he's rogue leader by his little call name
1: yeah but that doesn't mean he's leading all of the rebels just like well, the little squad. Well, sure,
0: yeah, the old guy's in charge, of course. Yeah,
1: the Rogue Squadron, which uh, is the only squadron you want to play as when you're playing games for Star Wars. Um, so hmm. uh, there, there are these games. Don't worry about it. Uh, so there are—we uh, we, we are introduced to the situation where some time has passed and that the uh, Empire's going to send out probes. And so we get a Star Destroyer, which is how we started the last movie. Uh, in a way, and uh, instead of, like, blowing up stuff and doing really dramatic things, it just kind of, like, sends out these little tiny blue things, and they spiral off into, you know, space, Uh, and we see one of them crash land on a snow planet. How ominous and spooky and weird, and um, uh, it comes out Maybe it's
0: the snow planet from the crawl that was described.
1: It it probably could be. You know, there's a lot of snow, Dan. Mm. I mean, even planets, most planets, I, I would say, have a diverse uh range of of meteorological environments and climates and so <laughs> i i think it's a bit much to expect every planet to be a snow planet uh, all the it's, way uh,
0: through it's not it's not the most diverse uh you know it's it's right in the name ice planet hoth
1: yeah well i so. mean i think they're really selling it short because you know i mean what what if they what if they, has, what if they have that tropical snow what if they have that tropical band you know like around the equator you know, where you, you can you can just, you know, have, like, a couple Douglas firs or something. Like, well, that would be a nice place,
0: you know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure from the, uh, the wide shot up there in space, the whole planet was white, so.
1: Yeah, well, the whole planet's also blue. Um, so, the thing lands and stuff, and ooh, creepy probe, or something. And uh, uh, then we go to all of the stuff with, like, the Tauntons and, you know, stop motion. And they're, like, jogging along. And their feet are sliding on the snow. But it's cool. Um,
0: <laughs> they're riding around looking for uh, signs of life and or stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the most effective kind of patrol is people on little, like, two-legged ram kangaroo things going around. Well,
0: they, uh, th- their speeders weren't ready for some reason. Hmm. I mean, they'll be ready tomorrow, as we see, but they, they weren't ready that day.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, uh, one of the things I like about that is that they're often described as snow speeders. And the other day I saw somebody tweet uh, that it seemed kind of incredulous that the snow speeders were having trouble being adapted for cold. Although in the movie, they just called them speeders. So perhaps they're, you know, for, I don't know, like more uh, more of like a tropical resort kind of a thing for your tropical resort battles. I, I don't really know the specifications. Mm. Uh, somebody who collects the trading cards can tell us, but uh, the... <laughs> if
0: they were built for snow,
1: they probably wouldn't have quite as many windows. <laughs> yeah, or like all the little flappy things. I don't, I don't know. I think mean, they're cool little arrow brake things, but they don't seem to actually like have anything to do with the orientation of the vehicle. Uh, the... Uh- <clears throat> We don't get to them till later, but there's a lot of like running around with uh tauntauns and puppets and stuff. And uh, Luke's all like, oh, I want to check out this thing. And Han's all like, oh, well, I'm going back in because, you know, obviously you want to have like one of your best pilots like on the back of one of these ram kangaroos running around in the snow because that's it's a, it's a good thing for him to do.
0: Uh, and uh, so <laughs> this Lu- is what he was destined to do. He's not going to just sit back and let some intern go do it.
1: No, of course not
0: cause he he wants the uh he wanted the adventure of life so he's going to go scope out the meteorite on his own. Mhm. Let's you know. Well, I, also, I
1: I meant Han on Oh,
0: he, sure, yeah. of course. Him too. I mean,
1: cuz he he can pilot things. I don't know if you know that from yeah. the other movie.
0: I mean, but yeah, he doesn't get out much. You know, he he's, he's been working long hours trying to this oh, so ship. He just wanted to stretch his legs. Just stretch his legs. Yeah. Stretch, stretch his uh his kangaroo's legs.
1: Uh-huh. So uh he, 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 we we get the nice little moment with a, uh, uh, him admiring the smoking plume, and then all of a sudden being attacked by a guy in a suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the yeti. Yes. Uh, I I don't know what it is. When I was a kid, I felt this was very effective, but as an adult, um, it it is not super great, and, and it kind of lingers a little. I I know they tried to fix it and make it a little better, but, eh um and so the the guy in the suit knocks him off and uh (laughs) it's a a bit of i mean i guess it's
0: because of the wind or whatever but it's a bit of a wonder why luke didn't like hear it at all
1: well i mean he's white maybe he just crouches until like his prey gets really close to him and then like pounces on it
0: i mean but it's also like 15 feet tall but sure
1: well i mean he's crouching like in a snowbank or something you see all the snow dan (laughs) you know what color the snow was it was white it's like polar bears
0: (sighs) uh <sighs> yeah, it's uh it's white out where you can't see anything cuz it's it's a lot, lot of white and your eyes can't adjust.
1: Yeah, baby, it's cold outside. Um it's not a, it's not a good song. Anyway, so uh I, I, I can't imagine the Wampa or whatever it is singing it to him. Um so he knocks him off the thing, drags him away to his to his wonderful cave. Um you know, cuz he wanted to get Luke out of the the harsh climate and weather and stuff and get him some shelter. Uh and uh han is back at the base and he suddenly acts like a little tiny teenager uh <laughs> when when he goes to leave and he's, he he uh he has some interactions with princess leia um who is i mean even even if i was princess leia i and i didn't want anything to do with han i would i would at least know what he was up to um because <laughs> he's a little obvious about it it's
0: uh, it's kind of the equivalent of like pushing over the person on the playground that you have a crush on.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, it's not sophisticated. Um, <laughs> it, the the what you see here is uh, a little much. If I it, I I would have I would have been like, hey, hey, uh, Harrison Harry, come over here.
0: We're gonna
1: we're gonna dial it back a little, just like a, a,
0: a notch. <laughs> it's called flirting. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, um, but. It it was, it, you know, it's it's funny. I like the lines. The dialogue in this, I think, is a lot better than uh, the first Star Wars movie. But, you know, it's kind of a low bar to clear if you're just looking at the dialogue. Um, and it, there, there, there's some nice little, like, back and forth between the two of them. And I don't know where they get the, you know, where do you get your delusions laser brain? I don't know who wrote that. But uh, it, it's cute and it's charming and it, it endears you the two of them behaving like little children over 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 the situation
0: and although i did think it was a little peculiar like before they get into that scene how hana is talking to uh, uh old man head of the rebels and there's just like three or four shots of just like leia looking over her shoulder staring at him from across the room it's like uh it's it's all in the editing but the
1: making her out to be a little weird a little creepy well not creepy but like she she's paying attention but then she's She's like
0: staring him down she's
1: like not trying to pay attention pay attention and then like you know it's just one of those things it's just like it's just it's a little juvenile the whole thing but uh what's what's kind of strange about it is uh we we have that cut and then we go to 3po and uh r2d2 and they're all like oh princess leia you know her clothes like all wet and stuff problems but uh it's 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 fun and then they immediately talk to han and it's just like princess leia wants us to ask you this question it's like w- well didn't wasn't that like a, a minute ago like wh- what happened how did they get so far apart but uh, you know it's just the magic of editing um so some time has elapsed <laughs> and they're yeah, looking for luke
0: it, han solo wanted to storm off and then Chewie decided to take apart some things uh so they got to put him back together so he can more sufficiently storm off and uh apparently the reason he needs to leave is because he still needs to pay back jabba from the first movie so yeah remember uh, him yeah, not not great. Uh he's probably accrued a great many uh late fees, uh you know, over-withdrawal fees or whatever. But uh Well, it's not Blockbuster, Dan. Well, you know, you don't know. It's a blockbuster movie. Uh, uh Jabba may have uh pretty brutal uh rental terms, you don't know. Yeah, Jabba Nobata.
1: But uh so anyway, the situation quickly becomes clear that uh that Han's actually very concerned about Luke. And uh there there's the the thing where he puts his hand over c 3 B's mouth, because that's, that's how
0: droids work. <laughs> so speakers work, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he never checked in. Uh, they don't know if he came in the side door, so he, he yells at the guy to go check the side door, and he uh, didn't so, come the in the south side entrance. Door. Well, whatever. Yeah. South entrance, side door. Yeah. Maybe time.
1: maybe he didn't check in. Uh, that, unlikely. Um, so, they have this whole thing, and then eventually Han's like, oh, uh, he talks to them, and he's like, are the... You know speeders ready and they're like no we're having trouble adapting him into the climate and then it's like okay fine i'm gonna take out the tauntaun Uh your tauntaun will freeze before you hit the first marker and i'll see you in hell and yeah and off with the thing um and they they run off into the blizzard uh, did you say
0: then i'll see you in hell or then it will see you in hell i'll see you in hell huh, okay i thought i thought he was saying the tauntaun will see you in hell because it'll be dead but well I'm the not
1: Tauntaun's that. not the only one that's gonna die <laughs> Uh, you
0: know, no. he, he, he doesn't uh, seem to really be concerned
1: although technically the tauntaun is the only one that dies <laughs> Spo- spoiler alert this movie is not about this tauntaun living
0: <laughs> spoiler alert that guy is actually gonna die and show up in hell and there's just gonna be a tauntaun there staring at him he's like well this uh, is they'll
1: just be going it's, it's like no so i'm charming. not the one who cut your stomach uh, open. yeah I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Uh, so they... There, there
0: are so many lines from this movie that are just, you know, the lines that you think of when you think of Star Wars.
1: It, you say you say that in, like, a less than favorable way.
0: No, no, no. I'm uh, just saying, uh-huh. like, most, most of them are from this movie, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. But you say it like you don't appreciate these lines.
0: No, I... Did, well, okay. I appreciate the lines, but again, these are lines that I've heard since I was, like, five years old or whatever, so...
1: Oh, so... They're too old hat for you, and you would prefer if uh, George Lucas had rewritten these lines for the special edition?
0: No, not at all, no. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you, the, most of these lines are lines that I heard, like, scattered throughout Kevin Smith movies, so that kind of put a little bit of a damper on it.
1: Uh, well, he's a fan. I don't know if you know this. He's a little bit of a fan.
0: He's a big fan, yeah. Yeah. A L- lot of these lines are, are in some of his other movies. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't help. You know, we, we were in that scene with Yoda— and then I was just uh, just picturing the end of Mallrats, where he did the videotape thing. It's like, yep, that's, it's, those two are permanently linked.
1: It is weird to me that you picture the end of Mallrats instead of picturing this movie. I, <laughs> no, I, no,
0: while watching this movie, when Yoda said that line, it reminded me of the end of Mallrats, because that's when he that, says that.
1: That is really supposed to be the reverse, Dan. <laughs> that <It's not>, is <laughs> well, not supposed naturally. to be
0: the <laughs> Uh See if you can guess which movie I've seen more. No, please don't do that.
1: Okay. Audience, audience, listeners, um, I-, I just want you to know that Dan means well, so he doesn't understand what he's saying. <laughs> Sounds completely ridiculous to say I that. I warned he's you seen, at the
0: beginning of this episode.
1: He's seen ball rats more times than Empire Strikes Back, but um, <laughs> Pro-
0: probably. I'm just saying probably. I don't honestly even know the, the numbers.
1: I mean, I like malls, mall rats, except for, you know, the, the pretzels. Um, that, that's no, gross. No, there's, there's
0: a lot about mall rats that's terrible. Yeah. A L- lot, lot of it is, is terrible, especially the acting. But uh, still, those lines. <laughs> uh,
1: you, don't, you don't think uh, Jason Lee's pulling, pulling it off?
0: Uh, Jason Lee's not the worst part. What's, uh, who's the guy <laughs> who plays the main character? Oh, I forgot him. Um, yeah, he's bad. Um, yeah. Affleck's in this. He, he looks very strange. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And that guy who looks at the, the mind's eye thing oh yeah that he's, guy he's in
0: it uh-huh Amp- yeah yeah he, he yells at a small child and Renee Zellweger's in it <laughs> sure she's in a lot of things
1: yeah um so anyway empire strikes back
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> dear lord um so uh, he, right about now is when they actually start doing some striking
1: yeah they're uh w- this is really i think one of my favorite moments in star wars is the the build-up and reveal of the Super Star Destroyer, and uh, the swelling Imperial March, which we hear for the first time uh, here. And it, it is, you know, going like crazy, and there's TIE Fighters all zipping around. I don't know what they're doing, but they're they're zipping. And then there's Star Destroyers going around. You know how big a Star Destroyer is. What could be bigger than a Star Destroyer? What's casting a shadow on a Star Destroyer? Uh-oh, it's a Super Star Destroyer. Which Thing's is huge. pretty dope-looking. yeah. Um, I have some, some, some technical questions about it though. Uh, (laughs) it has, all all the regular Star Destroyers have white lights for the windows and the Super Star Destroyer has blue lights for the windows. So blue lights are really bad for sleeping. Um, I don't know if everyone on the Super Star Destroyer is sleep deprived. Uh, I don't, I'm really concerned for them. I think they should have gone with a warmer
0: tone. That's why Vader has his windowless pod.
1: Ah, of course, to get the blue light out. Yeah. Um, Although
0: the inside is painted white, so that probably doesn't help a whole lot. No, but maybe the
1: light turns off. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but the uh other thing is the uh the engine um like exhaust is like red orange and then all yeah. the other superstars De- all the other regular star destroyers are like blue white. And so I'm wondering like are they burning like a different kind of coal? Like what what is what is causing it to phosphoresce differently?
0: Mm. Well, hmm. Uh, they, they he probably just wanted to color or coordinate uh with his lightsaber.
1: Oh, that's that's good. Uh, it would be a little less orange, I think. It would be a little more uh, scarlet red.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well it's it, it's burning extra hot so if, if yeah. he turned his lightsaber if he turned the setting up on his lightsaber i'm sure it would turn
1: yeah well color. i mean the thing's heavy you know you don't want it to fall out of space sure <clears throat> and so the uh you know not that that happens <laughs> but uh the uh, <laughs> uh, uh basically there yeah. are
0: some uh <laughs> uh pseudo inept uh captains and pilots and what have you One one of the uh one of the droids reports back that it found a thing but then it blew up or whatever and it has this picture of uh what the uh uh the power generators or whatever and they're like yeah we can't check every single lead whatever we need conclusive evidence before we bother going down there and just in the first uh, as in the first movie vader uh steps up and he's very decisive and very certain he goes nope that's them uh let's go down there and they're like are you sure and they give each other looks and the captain's like ugh, fine well then they go they go do the thing
1: not just that but uh the the admiral admiral Ozel is uh is very kind of... Um, I don't know how to put this. Uh, not exactly nice to Vader when he says, my lord, <laughs> I think it could be so many things. It could be smugglers. Um, like, it's a little, little talking down. Just There's a, a lot of a undocumented
0: little. settlements around here. Maybe it's just some people living there. And he's like, no, no, that's cool. I, I know that's them. Just because mm-hmm. Vader's that kind of guy. He's very certain.
1: I know, but, you know, maybe... This is going to go down on his permanent record, um, and maybe Admiral ozzle should have just been a little nicer, because it could potentially impact his review later. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: um, yeah, hmm, yeah, not entirely certain. Uh, it's, it, they seem to be very like random snap reviews of performance from time to time.
1: Yeah, uh, well, you certainly don't want him critiquing your performance, uh, and so the experience. Is, is 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 nice, because then we're like, oh, well, at least somebody's going to start fighting soon. Uh, and then <laughs> down on the planet, uh, Luke wakes up in a cave and, you know, gets a lightsaber and uh, uses the force to do it, and so that's really exciting. Uh, and then slices it and gets out and slices off
0: one of the uh, thing's arms. And, yeah, so he uh, slices it right down to the ball joint.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you know... He, he, you know, he learned from Obi-Wan, you know, Ben. That's how, that's how you, you got to deal with people who don't treat you right. You got to slice off their arms. Um, mm-hmm. And we saw that in the first movie. Almost literally the same shot. And so uh, Lu- Luke wanders out into the snowy white beyond and uh, falls face first in some snow, which is not really good for you uh, when it's cold. He didn't and- even
0: cover up his face with his little wrap thing. No, I mean he was tired. He's had a he's had a long day. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and then he, uh, he he sees a hallucination that tells him to go to another planet. And he's like, uh, seriously, can't I just like get someplace warm before we have this conversation?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, maybe it's not a hallucination, Dan. Maybe mm. maybe Obi Wan Kenobi is is you know, gone on to become more powerful than you could possibly imagine or something.
0: <laughs> he picks odd times to use his power, though. I'm not going to lie.
1: Oh, well, it works because Luke doesn't <laughs> die.
0: Let's wait till he's hallucinating and almost dead out in the snow before we try to give him a really important message.
1: Yeah. Well, this is a good time. <laughs> you got some paper? You're going to write this down? <laughs> <laughs>
0: take, take a note. <sighs> Memo. Uh, it's Y-O-D-A. Yeah, the D-A. D as in dog. Yeah, there you go. All right, good got that gotcha
1: uh yeah i'll well, google it later uh and so we have a nice dissolve from where ben is to the tauntaun with uh, harrison ford approaching and uh harrison ford gets off and it's all like oh luke i'm gonna protect you and stuff and then the tauntaun sure enough croaks um but it's good that he found him and it's good that they have a dead tauntaun because they're gonna need it and uh han solo wields a lightsaber and and a rather rudimentary sense of slicing open the Tauntaun. Uh, but at least he didn't, like, lose an arm or something. Uh, and then stuffs uh, Luke inside of it. Uh, it's, it's a really iconic shot, because you remember the uh, the guts and stuff spewing out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. St- shoves him in there, and then he, you know, sets up a little, like, flare, and then crawls into. And we get the uh, very dramatic music in the morning as all of the speeders are suddenly working. <laughs> of course. Now they pulled an all-nighter. They... they 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 got it all working. Uh, thank God they put in all that effort though, because they'll need it for the long, long period of time ahead of them that they'll be on this planet. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, they got they
0: got a they got a day's use out of the uh, speeders.
1: Yeah, and so they they pick them up. Uh, they go back and they stuff uh, Luke into a back to tank. Remember back to tanks, Dan? Mm-hmm. The from, uh, from our Starship
0: uh, Troopers episode, a, a big cylinder of colored water.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he then, spends
0: uh, he spends less time in it though than they did in uh, Starship Trooper, So I guess they they worked out the tech, so they don't have to hang out as long.
1: Well, no, they they didn't work out the tech because Dan, this is a this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Hmm. You keep Fair for, point. You keep forgetting that, Dan. It's well, an, then uh, the technology went
0: backwards. That's that's bad.
1: Well, sometimes you got to go backwards to go forwards. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, so. I don't know. So
0: he's he's in the tank, and yeah. then uh, they take him out, and he's uh, he's still kind of beat up, but he's uh, he's mostly mostly better, kinda.
1: Yeah. And uh, in the intervening time, there's also the uh, they go check up on you know Imperial droid noises. Uh, you know, this is not one used by the Alliance, and uh, sure enough, it's a thing, and it has an alarm, which is a good way to stay stealthy, and uh, shoots and stuff, and then shoot back, and then it explodes because it's self destruct. Um, so it's a good bet the Empire knows we're here.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and oh, oh, the other thing is, uh, while Luke is in his recovery room, uh, Han and Leia come in to sort of check on him, but they mostly just spend time, like, flirting and yelling at each other, which is nice to do in front of your, your sick friend.
1: It's, it's really cute. Um, yeah. although it's a little creepy, because we all collectively have knowledge every time that Luke and, uh, Leia are all, like, making out and stuff, that that's really not appropriate for them to be doing um and I, I don't know i don't want to spoil this for you dan when you when <laughs> maybe we go watch return of the jedi but i have a feeling you uh, already know this
0: yeah hi- hindsight and all that it's uh it uh, it reframes a few things doesn't it
1: yeah it's a little weird huh mm. um so they 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 smooch and there's a really self-satisfied thing and like the laughing and stuff you know so scruffy looking nerf herders and what you know all the all the all the great lines, and uh, then they have like hyperspace uh, things from the things and the ships, and they're like, "Uh oh, raise the shield thing that we have, which is not as effective as like other shields that other people use, but it's okay." And uh, that that okay shield will will save them from like orbital bombardment, but it's not really gonna like prevent I don't know giant walking metal tank things from landing elsewhere. Uh, as we quickly come to see. But before that, uh, there is a scene where uh, a nice little general guy goes in to talk to Vader, and uh, Vader's like, oh, Admiral Ozzel came out of lightspeed too close to the system. And uh, there's, you know, your favorite superpower that you always wanted.
0: Yeah. The you, 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 you failed me once again, Starscream, and then he, he chokes him through the TV.
1: Dan, Dan that came after this.
0: Yeah, well I you know, uh <laughs> hey, you,
1: your your references are all mixed up and it, it drives me crazy. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, that's not the point. The point is uh it, it's actually kind of hilarious that he just chokes him while talking to the other guy right up until and then dead, and then it's like cool, we're gonna hang up now.
1: Well, my favorite part of that whole conversation is he starts with Admiral Ozl that whole thing. And like in the course of this the just a couple of instructions he has promoted the other guy to admiral mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's again uh, uh
0: another way that is very similar to uh starship troopers it's just uh this guy's dead so you take his rank now
1: yeah well it's uh, it's you know it's one way to run a business i guess sure i mean the, it might the explain of- the the lack of competent people they have working for them.
0: <laughs> it's all explained uh, in the uh, the hierarchy of uh, empire ranks uh, manual that they have on all of the. It's in the glove box of the the star destroyer.
1: How to build an empire?
0: <laughs> sure, exactly. Uh-huh.
1: By Lord Vader. Yeah. Chapter Chapter One, Admiral promotion. Um, mm-hmm. So the the uh, Admiral Priets in charge now, and fortunately for him, because we see him later, he survives to To a point, um, but but he doesn't die from Vader, so that that's good. He at least uh, he knows how to get a, a good performance review. Um, they uh, start landing the troops and stuff. Although landing the troops really consists of dropping the the walkers down on the planet. We don't know what they are at first because we didn't see them in the first movie, and before they had appeared on screen here, we hadn't seen anything like it. Uh, and I still remember this from watching this as a kid. How impressive it was that these giant metal things are walking around and they're shooting up stuff and they're super armored and how cool is that i mean it doesn't make a lick of sense but (laughs) it's it it is it is really visually impressive Mm. uh, for what they what they're doing
0: although uh watching it tonight uh i believe amanda called them cute uh she likes their design and the way they walk
1: yeah although you know they're kind of like little dogs really
0: (laughs) well very large dogs or uh you know like a mastiff if you happen to live near oakland okay what those cranes look like in oakland supposedly where the design came from i think
1: oh i have no idea um so the the walkers are walking uh and and so they 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 have them on the horizon and they have all of the rebels in their trenches and like using binoculars and stuff and they're standing next to radar dishes and whatever i don't know what any of the stuff does um and then they're they're looking out at the the walkers and the walkers just keep getting closer and closer and going by the rate of speed of the walkers, you would think it would take a lot longer for them to get up to where, where the rebels are. But I guess that would have been pretty boring for the movie. Well, they uh, take very
0: big steps, and they also have lasers, so they can start shooting from a ways away.
1: Yeah, and then what you do is you have your rebels all running around outside of the trenches because that's the best, best way to stay safe. Uh, they didn't. They. I. I don't know what it is. Lucas likes the look of trenches, but he doesn't like to use them for protection of anyone. Uh, it's. It's very strange. Um, yeah,
0: to, to borrow a phrase from you, uh, tactically unsound.
1: Yes, tactically unsound. Uh, and so they they have their big dramatic thing here. The speeders are gonna go out and you know do stuff because uh, they they just got adjusted to the cold. Might as well use them. Uh, and the uh, speeders, we get a nice little dramatic launching sequence of them from the the hangar, which is um, got a little more atmosphere and uh, visual interest than the hangar in the first movie uh, from Yavin. Um, and, uh, a little bit, bit, a bit of a bigger budget. Uh, they go out and they're flying around, zipping around, shooting at stuff and then realizing, oh, hey, the, this is not working. And then they're like, you know what would really work if we tied up their legs and knocked them over like three stooges style? Um,
0: so <laughs> you, you use the tow cable cause, uh, yeah. you know, the, these spaceships have tow cables.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes you have to. I don't know. I I I don't really understand how they would have
0: like a harpoon that would tow anyway. But they do. Oh, when, you, when your spaceship breaks down, you got to call Space Triple A, and they they hook up to your tow cable. But
1: they're not even spaceships. They're 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 like airships. So I don't I don't but know what you're using that for in atmosphere.
0: The uh, the general shape kind of reminds me of the uh, the alien uh, ships from uh, Independence Day. Yes, I know that one came second. That's, that's
1: I was okay. It just. Just want to make sure you know that.
0: Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm, aware. I'm aware.
1: But I don't think... I don't actually agree with you. But whatever. It's fine. We don't have to agree. We will uh, do this thing called agreeing to disagree. Um, but they uh, <laughs> they shoot the little toe cables around. Uh, and and a couple of them fall over in kind of funny ways. And uh, Luke has this guy in the back who's in charge of the toe cable. His name is Dak. Uh, you can forget that name now. Because uh, Dak dies. And uh, Dak dies... Um, after being kind of a pain in the butt, uh, and and you know I, I got no attack vector, you know attack pattern Delta, and it's like okay, and it's like ah, oh, I'm not ready with the thing, and yeah, he's dead. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, he shouldn't have sat there and got shot at by some stray ricochet. I don't know how he got shot either, because it would have been from the back, so that would have been like I don't know, friendly fire. Uh, maybe somebody <laughs> didn't
0: like Dak. It just had, like, a scorch mark on his face, and it, it was leaning against the dashboard.
1: Yeah, so he covers somebody else on their attack run and all, all that good stuff. It's,
0: uh, it, it's Wedge from the, uh, the end of the first one.
1: Yes, Wedge yeah. Antilles, um, and and he survives a lot, which is good for him.
0: <laughs> he shows up, he does his job, he goes home, he's not in it for the fame. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, this isn't called uh, Star Wedge, but uh, so
0: they, <laughs> they go... Where, where, where's his medal? Where's his movie?
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, well, it was supposedly talk of doing like a spin off of Rogue Squadron and, uh, uh, having it be like kind of like wedge in charge of like, I don't know. So it was a nineties thing. It didn't happen. Don't worry about it. Uh, you're maybe, fine. maybe
0: he'll, maybe he'll be in the new one.
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I don't even know if I've seen anything but, about that, but I don't want to go look it up cause I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> I'm oh, just what? saying
0: there's some, there's some dudes in some orange outfits and maybe he's an old guy now and he's, uh, he's in charge. He's the new old guy in charge of the rebels.
1: Yeah, maybe he can give ineffective orders that don't do anything and get them slaughtered anyway. Uh, so, well, you know
0: we're, yeah. we're dying out here, so I guess maybe we should evacuate everybody.
1: Yeah, well, the evacuation uh, works out pretty well because they get the first transport away, and then all of the extras kind of do weird, like thing where they're not really sh- sure how they should cheer. It's it, it's it's odd. Like every time I watch it, they're they're just like yay and like some of them are like really happy and some of them are just like kind of like raising an arm a little bit it's it's like okay you got you guys should probably just concentrate on your work but but thanks for your appreciation uh but the the ion cannon firing is is really neat and watching all the uh optical printed flickery stuff all over the uh uh star destroyer
0: yeah, yeah uh, and then you know, the way they get the uh, the transport out there is they sort of like right as they're approaching the shields, they they fire a couple blasts at the destroyers so that'll like be their cover fire like right as they go through the shield and go past. But like I I guess we're to assume that the star destroyers can't like turn around and shoot at them or uh like just shoot backwards or something. Well,
1: no, I mean it it disables them. Did you see all the lights go out on the ship and the engines? Oh.
0: I, I mean, I saw some, like, flickery bits where the uh, the, the blasts hit.
1: Yeah, well, it, uh, it disrupts their power. They can't do anything.
0: Well, it really only hit the one, didn't it? Well,
1: yeah, it hit the one, but they they got away and then went to so hyperspeed.
0: All of the other destroyers are just kind of like, oh, no, there there they go.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to spread them out. You don't have them all, like, uh huddled around the one rebel base <laughs> to make
0: sure that they're... <laughs> the, the one target that they're going after. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean... Tactically unsound. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's neat visually. And, you know, that that guy who's like, good, our first catch of the day. He gets his comeuppance, which is nice because uh, <laughs> I, I don't particularly care for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's always good for them to be uh, very arrogant and uh, not terribly skilled. And then just, you know, the, the the good guys get away mostly.
1: Yeah. So it's nice. I like it. Uh, and so uh, this, this happens with the stuff and the things. And they protect the transports and the ships and stuff getting away. But uh, things aren't working out like super great because you know what happens? Tell me. Uh, the bad guy from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade blows up the power <laughs> generator. <laughs> and yes, I know that happened after, but I, wanted, I, did, I, I just wanted to steal <laughs> your thunder.
0: Th- thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Haunted Lair trying to get to the other transport. Uh like like a tunnel collapses, so he he's just gonna take her on the uh the, the the falcon. So they they go there and then suddenly Vader's there, uh on the planet, sort of just like casually walking. I know,
1: well uh uh the guy said that he could start his landing.
0: Sure, sure, he's just there. Like he's you know, the second one through the door. Uh, he he didn't really let the uh, the the rest of the troopers go ahead of him, but that's fine because he, he he's really looking for for Luke. And then they uh they get on the ship and they take off just in time for uh, Vader to like watch him fly out the the dock. Mm-hmm. And then you know But well, we have the space. cool little
1: uh laser Gatling automated guns that they didn't have last movie. That
0: that was well, yeah eight. where where there's, they start to set up the rocket launcher and he just hits the button and it pops down and starts shooting everybody.
1: Yeah, he didn't have the last
0: movie. Um, that would <laughs> that would have been really helpful. Uh, that's, that's probably what he spent all his money on. So uh, I don't I don't know where he's going to go. I don't I don't know what he plans to pay back Java with. You know, maybe he'll take them off the ship and give them the Jabba.
1: But uh, <laughs> so they they blast out of there, and then you know uh, Luke sees them leaving, and he's like, "Oh, well, that's good. I'm going to get my X-wing, which is out in this snowy field, uh, and then take off as well." Because you know it'd probably be a good idea if I got out of here because things aren't going well. Uh, and when, uh, the Millennium Falcon cut to them, you know, flying around, they're being chased by some TIE fighters and a Star Destroyer, and then another Star Destroyer, and then another Star Destroyer, and then then all the Star Destroyers forget, hey, there's other Star Destroyers, and they somehow manage to hit each other in space, um, (laughs) which is (laughs) comedic in a sense, also tactically unsound um and they uh i i just i i have to imagine that went on somebody's performance review
0: he was doing some fancy flying and he got them all twisted confused and whatnot
1: no that's that's not how that works it's a giant (laughs) white ship in in pitch black space you don't miss it i didn't think Uh, they actually
0: hit each other did they They just came very close and take like evasive maneuvers
1: yeah they collided (laughs) they made noise and they collided
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's uh that's that's rather poor piloting
1: yes they're idiots. Um, so they, the Millennium Falcon maneuvers through that, and then they're like, "Oh, uh, hyperdrive motivator, something, something." Uh, well, C-3PO points it out, but but he does it in the worst way possible, like in the most frustrating way possible. If C-3PO did this to me, I would be very cross with him. And I know that I, in the previous episode, I said that I mostly identify with C-3PO as as like the the, the character I'm probably most like. So I would be mad at myself. But the uh, but C-3PO. He's all, all like, but sir, but sir, but sir. But he doesn't say anything after he says that. And <laughs> well, they, they keep, keep shushing him, him. No, but they shush him, but then he doesn't just say what it is instead of, you know, like trying to butt in every time. It's just well, like, obviously, you know, this isn't like less rude. Just say what Just say what the problem is.
0: Pro- protocol dictates yeah. that when your your owner tells you to shush that you shush. Yeah, but he doesn't shush. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a like a mute for the next five minutes kind of thing. <laughs> it's this news button. It's news C three Po's snooze button. Uh, yeah.
1: So they 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 do that, and uh three uh, Po finally after the engine makes its you know lovely failing to turn over noise. C three Po then says, uh, "Might I mention, you know, the, the hyperdrive motivator has been damaged. It's been it's impossible to go to light speed." And they're like, oh we got problems. Okay, come on with Chewie, and Leia, you do the thing. And so I don't know why Leia's flying the Millennium Falcon to dodge all the TIE Fighters, but that's what they're doing. And uh, somehow managing to outrun the Imperial TIE Fighters and Star Destroyer uh, that are chasing them. Uh, and they go into uh, Han Han and Chewie are in the back room, and Han's all like, hand me the hydrospanner," Spanner. And... Chewie's like handing him things and the whatever thing and the stuff and then it falls on his head and he's just like that that wasn't a blast something hit us on, get up here she goes up there and it's just like oh look asteroids this is not really how they work um they're they're really (laughs) far away from each other in space uh they're not like a dense field of things flying around like constantly hitting each other That's, that's a little strange but uh, it's effective for the movie. Very dramatic. And the music is also very dramatic for this part. Don't you agree, Dan? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, you didn't you know. say anything. When I said this is very <laughs> dramatic, you didn't say a word. <laughs> that was, that was uh, your time to go, oh, yes, I agree.
0: It's a trope that definitely has not been overused in uh, many, many movies these days of, uh, well, we'll lose them in the asteroid field where I'm a better pilot and I'll start dodging all of these cool things and then... They're not as good a pilot, so they're going to crash into them, and that's how we'll escape. I hate you so much.
1: Um, so they, <laughs> they go through this. Is that not exactly what happens? No, I mean, a- after this, there are a lot of things in movies where people are dodging through things, but it's not it's not always asteroids, Stan.
0: It's not always asteroids. Sure. Sometimes it's magnetic mines uh, laid out in a, a minefield in space. Mm-hmm. Well, you
1: know what they say. Great minds
0: think alike. <laughs> And you can you can drag them behind your ship. Uh, it's it's to blow up the bad guy sometimes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I fail to see the problem with this.
0: Um, no, that was so, that was a good trick. No, there's no problem with it. I'm
1: just saying it's a it's a it, thing that happens. Yeah, you cranky cranky underappreciating person. <laughs> and so they they go through the thing, and it's all like ah, uh, you know, let's get in closer to one of the big ones, closer. And they they do, and uh, they dodge through canyons and stuff, and the tie fighters, which are smaller and more nimble, like totally can't um keep up well
0: he goes through that one gap that's like uh you know vertically millennium falcon shaped
1: yeah well, that's a good thing they had one of those
0: yeah
1: um, i'm really glad for them and then they uh, do their nice little loop-de-loop which i really like uh where they, they they go and they land inside the tunnel uh which is you know maybe not a tunnel but um mm-hmm. we'll get to that later uh luke after he left the planet Uh, has a little text message conversation with R2-D2 in the back. Because otherwise, this would be really strange for him to talk to R2, since R2 doesn't speak any language that we understand as the audience. Uh, But the text conversation that they have, uh, it's one of those weird things where, after all the special edition monkeying around and everything, Lucas never tracked the text to the console so it's locked in screen space while the console's moving around and it makes me <laughs> makes me so angry. I mean, I could understand if you didn't touch anything else in the film, but like, how how do you do all of the superfluous stuff that no one even like asked for? And then you're like looking at this and you're like, Nope, that's fine. <sighs> he's not there it.
0: to fix technical things, he's there to make creative decisions. Yes. You know what we need?
1: An establishing shot of
0: text on this console. <laughs> we'll
1: fly around <laughs>
0: it. Uh, uh, But speaking of, like, he has the text conversation here, but doesn't he, like, actually speak directly to R2 once they get down to Dagobah?
1: Well, I mean, he says words, but, like, they don't have, like, a conversation conversation. He's, like, talking to a dog.
0: Oh, well, I mean, R2 replies. I guess we're just supposed to assume he doesn't understand it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay.
1: But, I don't, I mean, again, it doesn't really make any sense why they they have a robot designed to to understand human language but not speak it and do all of the other stuff cuz it's like a Swiss army knife of things but i guess there wasn't room uh and so the uh, uh uh they're they're on their own little journey and it's like oh Dagobah, lots of life something's definitely alive down there i'm going to go take us in for a landing and then ah everything's down scopes down oh no ah crash and it's like well i don't know how that happened was there like too much life <laughs> Is it just the life force knocked out the engines. Um, yeah, I,
0: I guess he didn't have any sort of, like, radar, or any sort of uh, ability to detect how, how close the ground was to where he was.
1: I mean, th- that seems pretty weak. Some, some weak <laughs> sauce there. Uh, but they, it, I mean, whatever. He crashed. It's important for the story that he did. And very important to the story. Very, very, very important to the story that he did so within walking distance of Yoda. Um, because... <laughs> It's a big planet. Now, um,
0: um I don't I don't want to again, I don't want to be a pessimistic guy, but at this point um you know, they 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 were on the ice planet hiding and then they got discovered and they had a little battle and then they escaped and I looked at my watch and uh, 40 minutes of the movie had gone by and I just I I wrote that down I was like, "Well, okay, that's that's 40 minutes. All right then."
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, did that feel slow? A
0: little bit. Okay, well, go to hell. Um <laughs> so <laughs> I there's some odd pacing in this movie. Like, it feels like they pay off everything that happened uh, in the first part of the movie at the end of the movie. And by the time you get to the end, you're like, oh, that wasn't that slow. But, like, the buildup feels slow because I guess maybe it's all of the different intercutting. There's there's a lot of intercutting because, I guess, you know, a lot of the stuff is happening simultaneously. But it feels like the the intercutting is more rapid than they would have done today. They, They would have, like, gone with each story a little bit longer so it didn't feel so disconnected from time to time but i i don't know the 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 cutting is one thing that stuck out to me a lot maybe that's partly what i was feeling with the uh, the pacing feeling odd for the first like two-thirds of it if you say so dan <laughs> if you say so
1: <sighs> so anyway uh we we go back to uh oh, well luke gets out of the x-wing and is all like, R2, careful, and he falls in the water, and then there's this, like, really kind of lame, slapsticky thing where Luke's a little like, that way, R2, and he's like, doot doot and then, you know, He pokes off. up his
0: little periscope and, yeah. and looks around.
1: Yeah, and then, of course, something's under the water that you can't see, and it's attacking you. I don't know what it is, if it's something that Lucas and Spielberg bonded over, if they're like, you know what's the worst? Water. <laughs>
0: uh they both just um really freak out like when you're in the ocean and like some seaweed touches your leg
1: <laughs> shark shark uh, i don't know what's
0: touching me it's sticky and, and slimy and icky and gross and get me out of here
1: yeah i i have no idea but, it, but you know it's a recurring thing for them apparently uh yeah. and so the the thing you know eats the droid and then spits him up uh fortunately r2's fine um uh, he's just covered in gook and, uh, and, and he,
0: he, he barfs out some mud at, a, at a, the top of his head.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you got to have a mud vent. And uh, they uh, set up their little encampment later. Um, and then back on the Falcon, um, there's there's some really nice cinematography in this film. Uh, I actually quite like it. I like that when the Falcons inside the uh, tunnel thing, they turned off all the big lights, and so that you're just getting most of your lighting from like little cockpit uh, LEDs and stuff, in, in the displays and little lights behind panels and stuff. Um, it has a nice little like warm glow to it,
0: but it's it's, it's sort of subdued. Yeah, it's uh, it's some nice uh, nice lighting to accompany the, uh, the 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 attempts at ship repair, which. Uh, I, I guess you don't, all... you don't
1: appreciate this, do you, Dan?
0: I, I do enjoy the cinematography. You were so bored, weren't you? No, this the, the scene uh, struck me as a bit odd because it's more um, spaceship repair, and I guess all of them are trained in spaceship repair because even Leia is like doing some spaceship repair work. So,
1: well, she's kind of like tugging on the miscellaneous metal thing. I don't know what that does, honestly. <laughs> It doesn't seem I, I, connected I, to I, anything.
0: <laughs> I, I was under the impression that if she were stronger and able to turn that thing, that she would have achieved whatever she was trying to do. She wasn't just, like, futzing around, but, like, I don't know, like, when uh, when my car breaks down, it, like, everybody doesn't pile out of the car and, like, try and fix different things, but that's whatever.
1: Yeah, well, Han and Chewie, it makes sense that they know how to fix some stuff, and C-3PO knows how to talk to the computer, uh, in a way, um, you know, it does have a very peculiar dialect, uh, and... Which, which is a charming affectation uh, the the computer has a dialect but the uh, but Leia um, you know she she's she is a princess but she is not afraid to get her hands dirty and I'm sure there's some very low level stuff that she could probably just tweak like maybe that thing was just you know crooked and she just wanted to fix it on the wall i I don't know um, and I mean she she was capable of piloting the Millennium falcon and dodging tie fighters for like a hot minute so you know she's not she's not like an incapable person.
0: No, not at all. It's just I mean the, the the culture uh in whenever this time period is, wherever it is. I guess they were all just sort of brought up as uh, tinkerers working on their their spaceships around the the house as they grew up.
1: Well, you know, it was the it was a simpler time where you could go to Tashi station and pick up some uh power converters and sure. I, I you know, there is this sort of sense about the technology in Star Wars where it's kind of like um you know, like, well, cars, basically, of the era that the movie was made, where you could, you could get, like, a 60s hot rod and fix it up. Uh 60s, 70s hot rod and fix it up.
0: Yeah, you um, just uh, turn that screw on your carburetor a little bit, and it lets a little more gas into the engine, and it goes faster. Look at that.
1: Yeah, it's not like today, where there's computers doing it. Um, and. <laughs> You know, it's one of those things where, you know, George never really understood computers, so the computers have, like, funny languages that they talk in. <laughs> it's not like they, they control the ship. Um, and so they're they they they're able to fix things. It's nice. And they, they have a nice little romantic scene where, you know, and I, I, I like how it's played. Uh, it, it is, you know, kind of juvenile, but it's starting to move back more towards an adult kind of a conversation that the two of them are acknowledging that they have feelings towards each other. Um, and, uh, we, we get a nice, uh, moment of deflation as, uh, C-3PO comes in to say that he has isolated the, uh, reverse power coupler. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's really, really, you know, you know, busts their bubble. I like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was a good scene. Yes. And then, uh, uh, Leia runs away, uh, embarrassed, presumably. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And then Minox.
0: Minox. Dragon things.
1: Chewing on the power cables. Uh, Sucking cup
0: into the windshield. mm Mm-hmm.
1: Making weird noises. And I I like that there is a recognizable species of space bats that (laughs) (laughs) live in asteroids and elsewhere that you can find. Uh, But but that's interesting. Uh, So they find the Minox and whatever, and they shoot, and then they figure out, oh, hey, guess what, guys? It's uh, not entirely stable. So maybe we should... Maybe we should not get out. Maybe we should not be here and get out.
0: Not a cave. After I do like how they actually yeah. discover that where he he shoots the uh, shoots the ground and then everything starts to rumble.
1: Yeah, you mean they shake the camera? Um, so they <laughs> and then they pretend to fall. I just I just want to say that because Star Trek gets so much crap for the number of times people shake the camera and it's just like <laughs> Star Wars did it too. Everybody's hmm. got to shake a camera. You can't shake the whole set. Um, and so they they get on you know back on the ship and they they fly out through the teeth. And it's one of the things that I always uh, really liked, even though now I know it's just a puppet they stuck out of the <laughs> ground with somebody's arm in it. Uh, but, it, it you know, it was neat. It was like, I don't know how this thing lives off of anything. It's its weird, but it, it's its just an unusual and interesting thing.
0: I mean, it's a worm. It probably eats dirt. And uh, it was just mostly trying to, like, clamp down on them because they, you know, gave him worm heartburn by shooting him with a laser.
1: mm. Well, don't you think the heart burn would be from the actual burn of the laser?
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I mean.
1: Okay. Laser burn?
0: Yeah. La- laser. <laughs> He's got a laser burn on his heart. Yes. <sighs> uh, all the while, there's some other inner intercutting. Sh- uh, Shot through the
1: heart, and you're to blame. <sighs> you give asteroids a bad name.
0: You give podcasting a bad name. Uh, I know. Um, <laughs> so,
1: I have received that feedback. Um, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, there, there was a yeah. there was another brief scene uh, of Vader in his uh, ship cocoon where he puts his helmet on, which is another uh, iconic shot, and we see the back of his like white bald scarred up head as the helmet goes on.
1: I don't know if you know this, Dan, but that's not what a normal human head looks like.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a little messed up. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's been through a lot. Yeah. Maybe yeah, like a volcano tell. or something. He's got, uh, <laughs> he's got, uh, he's, he's had a rough life. Probably contributes to his attitude a little bit. Yep, yep. And then yep. there's uh, there, there there's Luke setting up uh, setting up camp, and uh, he's charging R two with uh, you know some sort of like mobile battery thing, which yeah, is it's nice. The Mophie,
1: the Mophie R <laughs> two unit. Yeah, Mophie Juice Pack for uh, droids. Sure. And so he's charging R two, and they have their little. Like, I don't know, camp lantern thing going on, and he's eating like a granola bar, and uh, uh, it look
0: like, look like a, like a round stick of beef jerky to me. Yeah,
1: sure, whatever, just space crap. And then, uh, uh, Yoda comes, and it's all like, oh, away with your weapons, I mean, you no harm. Uh, and uh, they, they, it's sort of this bumbling creature that, uh, luke doesn't really have any patience for and uh that comes across in the acting because there's no subtlety Um, it's uh
0: it's very weird like i i didn't remember how like deliberately annoying uh yoda was to luke in his little first meeting here i mean because you know he he's he's the wise jedi and that's what you remember and you know the way he talks and all that but like he's he's just blatantly being like an annoying muppet in this beginning here where he like rummages through all of his stuff and steals his little lamp thing and then r2 tries to take it from him and he hits him with a stick
1: yeah but this is a test like he's he's not this way normally it's a, it's a he's testing luke and his patience to you know see you know what his temperament is
0: <laughs> that seems to be, that's that seems like the, to be like the uh, enlightened thing to do sure
1: well you know i mean it's one way to find out if you just asked him like hey are you uh ready to learn the force and luke would be all like yep and be like okay well, that wouldn't be an accurate test, would it?
0: He, he could have just used his uh, Jedi telepathy, which is totally a thing, to see if uh, Lu- Luke understood him at all.
1: <sighs> Dan. Um, so <laughs> they, they 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 do the camp thing, and, and then they go back to the little hut thing, and they have some stew. It's um,
0: raining, and R2 just stands up on his tippy toes to look through the window and he's all sad out in the rain while they're inside warm and eating stew
1: yeah well he's gross and he smells he needs the rain um and so they (laughs) so sad though i know it's sad but he's you know he's covered in goo uh and they uh uh they're having their their little stew meal and uh yoda's making nonsense talk and uh luke gets very frustrated and he wants to leave and he hits his head and he's angry and he's really you know just he's just fed up he's he's come all this way to see this great Jedi master and instead he's being distracted by this little green muppet frog thing uh with funny ears and a uh, little pinched weird mouth and so uh this this is where we get the reveal that uh Yoda is is actually the annoying thing that he's been talking to this entire time. I don't know why he didn't just ask him his name.
0: Yeah. But um <laughs> He turns away in frustration and goes, ugh, this kid is not ready. And you think he's just sort of, like, talking to himself, but turns out he's talking to the voiceover of Obi-Wan.
1: Yes. More powerful Absolutely. than you can possibly imagine.
0: <laughs> a, lot, a lot of anger in this kid. It, this scene amuses me because uh, Obi-Wan's still just a voiceover, but he just, like, butts into the conversation whenever he feels like it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's his this power. He can butt into any conversation. Uh, it works out well for him. Except and when he when when you know sometimes he doesn't want to be around because when it's like really you know the sh- stuff has hit the fan when the poodoo has hit the fan as they say uh, and uh, he 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 avoids uh, them in their their dire hours of need but uh, but but in this particular case he's more than happy to sass Yoda a little bit about how Luke is is totally ready totes ready and uh, wasn't
0: I just like this when you trained me he says like four different times
1: yeah but but funny thing about that. Not exactly trained by Yoda. Let's be honest. Shall we? Shall we? (laughs) Shall we? Uh,
0: Maybe some other guy with long hair? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Who has a very particular set of skills? Anyway, so...
0: (laughs) uh, He uh, he, he took uh, the Russian Jedi training.
1: uh, Anyway, so they they agree that there'll be some training and stuff, and they, they go and they jog and stand on their heads and stuff uh and you know luke you know reaches out with the force and then senses that uh his friends are in danger and this doesn't go well because he drops yoda <laughs> 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 poor guy uh, i'm surprised he didn't break it like a hip or something
0: um but uh but you know he's 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 all right he recovers Stands he drops up. r2 also who, who- was not super thrilled about it. No, but I, uh, one one thing in here that I thought was uh, notable, or maybe stuff that I just didn't realize, is I, I believe Yoda says something to the tune that he's been watching him for his whole life because you know he's very old and such, and uh, he he's been watching him grow up, keeping an eye on him, and uh, he he's rather disappointed with the the way he is growing up, and he thinks he's far from ready just because he 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 has all of Luke's history because apparently he's been eavesdropping on him. And uh, he, you know he he does his uh, his Kevin Smith line of the adventure and excitement uh, Jedi craves not these things and all that so uh, it, it's interesting his the way
1: th- Kevin Smith line listen to you <laughs>
0: that's that's the Mall rats line right there no but uh, I, I I did find it genuinely interesting that they like that's how they got the backstory it's more than just like. You know, we hung out for a couple days, and I taught you a little bit of stuff. And but I've learned so much. Like that would not really hold up to a ton of scrutiny. With Yoda going like, "Yeah, no, uh, it's been a day." But like he he had the uh, the backstory on Luke because he's been watching him his whole life, which I found interesting. Mm -hmm. And then of course there's the uh, the 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 forest of hallucinations or whatever you want to call it.
1: Yes, strong with the dark side. Although I have to feel that uh the animals in there are a little typecast a python and a monitor lizard i mean really come on guys you should give like a fluffy bunny that's evil or something i mean <laughs> not not all reptiles are evil just because they're creepy crawlies uh and so you know there's the slow motion battle um with uh with vader um who surprised is there but isn't really uh obviously and
0: you can tell it's a dream because it's like Stroby.
1: yes and then the head falls off from being sliced up and then and then the faceplate explodes and reveals that it is mark hamill's head inside of it um and and what could this possibly mean and yoda is outside and he's all like meh
0: (laughs) he sort of shakes his head because he he knows what's going on in there because apparently he's you know all seeing or something and pokes
1: the ground with his little stick uh and you know over on uh uh, over back with our with our friends and fellows uh they had escaped uh from the asteroid field but run afoul of our uh uh little, little uh, imperial force they're being chased uh by a star destroyer and some tie fighters and and being shot at and then they come with the come, come to the I'm sorry not by any tie fighters just the star destroyer and they come to the conclusion that they will turn around and they will have uh, you know go right at the star destroyer because the hyperdrive isn't working unfortunately um, the, the, the poor schmuck who's running the ship, um, doesn't actually have radar that can detect where they go. And so they totally lose them and they're anchored to the back of the bridge, uh, basically on the top of the little control tower thingy. Uh, which it's is a good nice. plan.
0: Good plan. Yeah. You, you hide in plain sight basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And hopefully nobody sees you. Um, but the, <laughs> uh, like
0: the, the other Star is flying around near him.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, all of the captains of those ships, especially Vader, all they ever do is stand at the windows
0: and look out. They're bound to see something,
1: but yeah, no, but it's, it's knows like this.
0: gray on gray Lego blocks. You can't really tell what's going on. Yeah, out
1: there. yeah, yeah. Uh, but the uh, but Captain Nita, unfortunately, is all like, "Oh, I will go personally apologize to Vader myself." Um, bad news for Captain Nita. Uh, his apology is accepted uh yeah and and that's code for your totes dead bro uh he's he's but but i like the way they they cut it together you don't see vader choke him to death and stuff on screen and like a really long prolonged you know like blah 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 i didn't mean to etc etc we just cut right to apology accepted captain nita and he's like dead on the ground I love it. And then the two uh, guys
0: come over and drag him off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was great. But um, it, was it me or was there no, like, like Vader didn't have his voice echoey thing on for when he said apology accepted. It, it sounded different to me in the mix, but uh, may, maybe it was just because the way he said it like softly or something.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't really detect any difference there.
0: Uh, anyway. Oh, we also missed a uh, uh, a slightly earlier, another brief cutaway back to Vader, where he, he has his uh, holographic phone home to the Emperor, where uh, the Emperor tells him uh, he's the son of Anakin. And he says, how is this possible? And he says, you know, the f- first of the searcher feelings and such.
1: I forgot because they made the scene worse. Um, so <laughs>
0: They made the scene worse? How did they do that?
1: <sighs> they made it longer. Um, so what happened originally? Uh, the uh, it, they, they get out of the asteroid field so that they can send a clear transmission. And, of course, that constitutes their hologram Skype call. Uh, And uh, Vader dips down and kneels on the the pad thing, and then the Emperor's hologram appears. Originally, it was a totally different actor, uh, who had different makeup, um, which gave him like these weird frog-eye things. It was was very peculiar. Uh, I'm very happy about the way that they went for Return of the Jedi, but... But this is, but that was still how it was in this film. Um, even when you would watch it on the THX version and stuff in the 90s, uh, that, that, w- that was the case. It wasn't until the, the special edition when they went and they changed it uh, to Ian McDermott um, and uh, put some makeup on him in the 90s and reshot it. And then did it all digitally instead of with the like filming a TV set to do the fake hologram thing and cutting it out. Uh, which sticks out like a sore thumb compared to the other kind of holographic effects that are in here. I don't know if you've noticed, Dan, it's a little, little cleaner. Uh, I'll and bet. yeah. And so they have him have this conversation with the emperor and it goes on for a lot longer than the original conversation went on for. Uh, and, uh, you know, Vader's all like, I we can be, he can be turned. What if he could be turned? And it's like, ah, he would be valuable. And blah, 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 blah. Uh, but, but it, it's sort of long and rambling um and it didn't it it didn't really need to be longer i don't think i don't don't know george 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 just meddles with things uh but they 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 had that scene and this is where they come to the conclusion that he will capture skywalker
0: Hmm. yeah i found the uh i found a a screenshot uh, of the comparing the new version for the old version yeah the uh the old one he kind of looked like uh like a fly man or something
1: yeah the the bug eyes It's really weird
0: that's very peculiar yeah
1: i'm I'm glad they didn't do that i didn't like that but (laughs) the the change is very different is all i'm saying uh that
0: that just uh it would have made it very difficult to have a lot of scenes with the emperor in another movie potentially
1: oh yeah for sure and 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 i'm of course very happy with the performance of the emperor in the following film so I, i i i'm not like hugely angry about this change or anything but uh it is one of those things that sticks out a little, especially since they made the scene longer. They didn't really need to do that. Uh, they they uh, go on with the, uh, Han and Leia around the back of the Star Destroyer planning where they're going to go next and what they're going to do and whatever, because the uh, Imperial troops will dump all their garbage out their garbage chutes before they go into hyperspace, and they'll float away with the rest of the garbage. <laughs> Which um,
0: is... Um... Incredibly clever plan, uh, but I have no idea why Han knew that.
1: Um, well, I mean, word gets around, you know. Go to some some great salvage shops where they they, <laughs> they go and they reclaim stuff. I mean, could you think there'd be a whole HGTV show in this galaxy far, far away where they just go, <laughs> like, uh, the salvage wars?
0: Empire trash scavengers? Yeah. Um, sure. So the, but in this
1: particular case, uh, this was a great plan. Except for one thing, uh, Vader had involved some bounty hunters, and we had a colorful cast of characters uh, appear directly on the bridge of the uh, Superstar Destroyer, uh, with uh, Admiral Piet giving a nice little racist line about how they don't need their kind here, which is uh, a nice little xenophobic admiral he is. Um, mm-hmm. But the, uh, the the aliens are and droids and uh Mandalorian and etcetera et are all like yes hanging out doing stuff lizard people what's up and uh Vader gives his very uh uh famous line of no disintegration to uh to Boba Fett who we don't know is named Boba Fett um he, he is referred to only as bounty hunter <laughs> through the film uh unfortunately
0: I thought I thought somebody said his name either in this movie or the first one.
1: No, they say his name in uh uh what, what do you mean the first one? They don't he's not even he's not in uh the first Star Wars movie. He is. No, but he's he's not he wasn't originally in that one. He he's in Return of the Jedi, and they say Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi.
0: Are you sure we didn't see him in, in the first one?
1: I think they digitally put him in there, but he wasn't originally in it.
0: Oh, that may be the case, because I swear yeah. I saw him last week. No,
1: he's walking around in the the, 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 the Java scene.
0: Oh, yeah, that's it.
1: But he's, he's, he has nothing to do with it. They just green-screened him in later. He wasn't even no. originally filmed. Um, he, he was designed to a premiere in this one, and I think it was Joe Johnston, I want to say, that designed him, or something like that. Uh, someone who collects the training cards can correct me on that. Uh, unfortunately, one of the weird things that they did is they replaced the guy's voice who did this originally, uh, with a uh with with the voice of Jango Fett from the prequel trilogy uh when when Invader went back into this again so just think of the number of times that he's revised things for just just no good reason and swapping out actors and stuff i mean could you imagine if you were uh originally the voice or the actor in one of these things and then you find out that like 10 20 years have gone by and somebody's just replaced you <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. that, that would be, uh, that would be rather peculiar.
1: Yeah. It'd be pretty sad, I think. Uh, but, uh, regardless, um, and I like the gravelly voice of the original guy. And there are some, some comparisons you can go listen to online where they compare the original to, uh, Tamura's line. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world because he didn't really have that many lines, but it, 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 it's one of those needless changes. Uh, and they go through the whole thing of like notice integration and, that's the last we see of almost all of these bounty hunters, except for Boba Fett. Uh, they the ships are all breaking up, and they're gonna go their separate ways, and they're gonna float away with the garbage. While they're floating, uh, another little piece of garbage is also there, and um, that it would be uh, uh, Boba Fett's ship, uh, Slave One, um, which also does not actually have a name in this. But you know, read enough Dark Horse comics, and you come to know these things. And uh, so. Han is flipping through his Rolodex about places they can go. And one of them is the NOAD system. It's where they are, and, you know, not much there. I don't know how they got to a different system, like to the NOAD system from the Hoth system without a hyperdrive. I mean, were they next to each other? I mean, it seems like a like a really long way to go, but whatever. Maybe, maybe it's, like, one of those places that has, like, double names, or it's, like, it intersects along, like, a certain axis or something like that. Because uh, they didn't go faster than light like to go anywhere else. But they're in the NOAD system, and they're going to go to uh uh find, find something else and there's Best Pin. Um and uh Han explains the whole thing with him and L- Lando. They go back and he doesn't trust him. He's a scoundrel, just like him. Uh red flag. And so they <laughs> they they make their way that direction and uh Boba Fett follows them. Uh and Lu- Luke is very determined to get out of Dagova And he's all like, my friends are going to be suffering and stuff. And I like really care about my friends, blah, 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 whatever. I
0: can help them. And they're like, uh, no, they're really just trying to get to you by torturing them. And he's like, yeah, that's why I have to go. It's like, no, that's why we're telling you not to go because they're just trying to capture you. Yeah. He he really doesn't understand.
1: No. No. Um, he, he, he doesn't fully comprehend traps yet. Um, so the, (laughs) they uh, and uh, nor nor does he fully comprehend traps by the end of the film uh but they uh are not super effective at dissu- dissuading him from from leaving from his from his vision that he's had of them being in trouble uh and then
0: uh you don't, know don't forget the uh you know the, the there is no try get, get your x-wing out of the muck
1: oh yeah 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 there's a no try, I only do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Judge me by my size, do you? <laughs> uh, this scene was very impactful for me when I was a kid, because, you know, it's the kind of constructive thing where you're like, oh, yeah, people underestimate me all the time, and I'm super great. Yeah. But, you know, that's not really the case. <laughs> and then I mean, also it, the
0: part where Luke goes into the back and just really, like, sulks dramatically while uh, Yoda takes it out of the swamp for him.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> t- teach a man to raise an X-Wing from a swamp, and he'll learn to eat for... I don't I don't know how that, that goes. But uh, it doesn't go, it doesn't go well. They, they they get it out, and then he's just like, I want to leave. Um, so good for him. Uh, but they uh, over on Bespin, um, we get the really beautiful cloud shots that I've always liked since I was a kid. The sunset, like big cloudy stuff, and the city floating there. It's very dramatic, and the music going. It's really neat. The double pod vehicle things make no sense, but they're flying around uh, and they're patrolling for things and they sh- fire warning shots
0: because that's what you do um you just shoot at people uh and they, <laughs> he, they he didn't sufficiently radio ahead so they were uh they were freaking out a little bit
1: yeah and because uh, you know what's definitely gonna happen a beat up freighter is totally gonna totally gonna cause problems but they uh they escort them over to the pad and i you know probably Lando was just telling them to give them a tough time uh and we get like I want to say four shots of like sweeping vistas that weren't originally there. Uh, You know, because originally they, they landed on a map painting and that was it. Uh, And now, now they're just like, Hey, Hey, you know what? I could totally make a bunch of like buildings and stuff (laughs) and we could fly around the buildings. You know what? Wouldn't that that be cool? Yeah. Oh, you can do that one time. What if you did that more than one time? Oh my God, you're blowing my mind, man. Put some, some really nice looking diffuse textures on all of it. Oh, goodness gracious i i (laughs) i i I just i just want to take george aside and be like we can figure out where they are we don't need these (laughs) like we we totally totally know where they are uh it doesn't bother me as much as the other films that he's monkeyed with more but this one it just seems so needless because your eyes drawn to all this interesting stuff happening on the edges of the frame and it's like why did you do that (laughs) like that's uh, not the point of the
0: shot I, a lot of, a lot of the, the the cool stuff about this movie is the world building and the atmosphere stuff. So, I, you know, some of those establishing shots, I could see where he would get the idea that we would enjoy more of it. But, yeah, not, not, not these ones. Yeah, but you see
1: enough that you can build it in your mind. You don't need to, like, see literally every single building and no, fly around it. Um, I agree.
0: Yeah. Oh, also, uh, the, there was the one other thing that uh, will be important later is that w- when Luke finally storms off after they warned him uh, really a bunch of times to not do it, uh, Obi-Wan says, uh, he's our last hope, and uh, Yoda says, there is another, and then we cut away, and we go, huh, that's, uh, hmm, fascinating. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, <laughs> and there's the, the lighting change, which I like, um, mm-hmm. as the X-Wing departs, and they go to black, and then there's the lights from the engine and stuff. It's very effective, uh, but uh the men. They land on the map painting, and there's some digital augmentation to that one. Uh, and they're like, oh, nobody's come out to meet us. They don't like the feeling of this. Uh, you know, I got a bad feeling about this. And then the uh, door opens, security guys come out, Lando very stern and it really you know catches him off guard and it's like how are you doing you old pirate um so <laughs> that was a good impression do that again how are you doing you old pirate uh but anyway hugs
0: and everything and he's got a yeah. cape on but it's not a super long cape so he's not he's not the worst of the bad guys he's just like a halfway bad guy
1: yeah well that's what. The, that's why it's half a cape
0: yeah yeah isn't that um, the rule like the length of your cape dictates how bad you are
1: yeah well it's either a cape half long or a cape ha- half short depending on how you look at it <laughs>
0: Whether you're cape ow
1: ow that hurt dan <laughs> why do why do you say those things? I try to elevate the level of discourse on on this this podcast, and this is the thanks I get, yeah, that's... uh-huh, this ugh. Hmm. <sighs> oh God <laughs> so so they they uh, have their little exchange and it is very obvious that Lando is quite taken with uh Princess Leia. And uh Han is very defensive about that because again we go back to like teenagers. Uh and uh C-3PO is oblivious to this for somebody who's supposed to be capable of interacting with people and he's like, "Hello, greetings. I am C-3PO, human cyborg relations." I and then Lando turns right around. Uh they they walk inside they're walking down the ramp and it's like what's wrong hyperdrive and blah 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 have my people look at it um they go inside and they walk through some corridors and there's some extra shots of the city put in and they walk through some more corridors some more shots of the city put in people walking around uh, it's it's a bustling metropolis of a mining colony <laughs> and they they uh, uh it, it, you know th- things things are going well you know they're they're small operation too small for the empire and they're uh, is she part of the mining guild? Nope. Nope. Still too small for that one. Uh, you know, but just right. And so they, uh, you know, get escorted around and, uh, uh, C3PO, um, is following them briefly until he hears the noise of an R2 unit. Uh, oh, sorry, a door opens and there's another, uh, protocol droid. And then she like, I don't know, tells him off or something. And then he's like, how rude. And what walks in after he hears the R2, uh, R2 noise. Uh, he doesn't ever find that R2. Uh, he does seem to come across some stormtroopers on, I don't know, a smoke break or like maybe they were getting it on. I don't know what was going on in there, but uh, they, they were hiding in a closet of some kind where the protocol droid was before. Weird. Uh, and so he gets shot into a bunch of little bitty pieces and uh as an audience member you might be like oh no c-3po it's terrible unless you're like one of the people who doesn't like c-3po then you're like yes he's finally gone forever and then it's like <laughs> both of these people will be elated to know that uh he survives uh chewbacca makes a scene of like walking off after uh to, to go find him but the door closes just in the nick of time so he doesn't see him and uh, Chewbacca is the only one who really cares about the C-3PO, uh, which, is, which is just, you know, so sad because C-3PO, like, spurns
0: his affection. Uh, Leia well, Leia's really concerned later when uh, they can't find him for so long.
1: Well, I mean, but she just finds that suspicious. She's not like, I'm personally concerned about him. <laughs> She's like, if right. somebody went missing, then that's a problem.
0: <laughs> yes, it, it's, it's more uh, just, uh, it, it's, it's something that just doesn't smell right. Mm-hmm. Why can nobody find him? he was here he was with us the whole time
1: yeah and so they they have their their scenes she gets her braids they have more establishing shots and stuff i i sweeping establishing camera moving stuff and I, I just don't understand don't understand lucas uh but they you know uh, have lando's people i don't want lando's people uh and so uh i don't trust lando then lando comes in and it's all like hey so uh dinner time Let's let's uh, go on down to my uh, nice little meal place. All totally... oh, right, that's
0: after Chewbacca finds uh, C three PO like on a oh right on the conveyor heap belt, heap with the with the the... belt He's about to get thrown into a furnace or something, and, and then... he has to
1: play uh, keep away with the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the pig things people there. things. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, he gets C three PO's parts back little in little net thing. Yeah, then uh, I'll have my people look at it. I don't want your people to look at it, uh, and so they go to the meal. Uh, and uh, it turns out that uh, someone has joined them for dinner, and that person is Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, and
0: uh, they were they were talking business again, and uh, Lando said he's just struck a deal with the Empire to uh, make sure that they don't ever mess with him, and that's not at all foreshadowing for what's literally about to happen as soon as he pushes this button.
1: Yes. And so the door opens, Vader is there, si- seating, seated, sit, sat, <laughs> he's sitting down. <laughs> I forgot the word for sitting for a second. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, wait, hold on. I got to <laughs> conjugate something. And so they, they finally had a protocol droid, Don't but have
0: uh, to conjugate your space verbs.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, which is curious because, you know, Vader doesn't really sit down a whole lot because he doesn't really seem very threatening when he's seated. Uh, but, uh, he gets up very, very slowly, uh, and, uh, extends his hand, uh, palm out just in time to, uh, catch a lightning, uh, catch, catch a laser blast with it or something. He doesn't really like deflect it. It doesn't go anywhere, but uh, it, it doesn't hit him, um, and do it with the other hand and then use the force to rip the, uh, pistol right out of, uh, Han's hand and then invite them to, uh, to dine with them. And, uh, there's Boba Fett walks out of a, I don't know, cubby. Uh, he wasn't sitting down and, uh, the door <laughs> closes. I really, I really, 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 really want to know that whole dinner scene but not not in an official way like i don't mm. want them to add it to this film that would be dreadful and boring and tedious but in your mind you can just construct all of these interesting scenarios what happened when that door closed uh, you think how- they
0: actually had dinner instead of just like closing the door long enough to put cuffs on them and then uh take them take them downstairs well i i have no idea i mean they could have it could have
1: been a very awkward dinner um uh, it, it, you know especially since vader doesn't eat anything have you ever tried having dinner with somebody who's not eating anything it's really weird oh, you get very so self-conscious awkward. about how you're eating and you're like am i eating too fast are they looking at me eating like did i did i pick <sighs> stuff wrong and i've stuffed it on my face
0: i dealt with this literally yesterday uh i, I was i was having dinner with some people and uh, my mom said oh is it would it be weird if i just came by i, I already ate though and like you just want to sit there and stare at like four people eating that would yeah that'd be weird why don't we just come by your house and say hi to you shortly after that's that's a weird don't don't do that that's that's awkward did you open the
1: door to your dining room and she was sitting there and she, she stood just up with her hands crossed and <laughs> hello come on in join us for dinner
0: <laughs> oh this is great uh, thank you
1: Uh nice uh, i'm glad i can compare your mother to darth vader the evil lord of the sith <laughs>
0: Well, the, the comparison is going to go no further than just uh, not eating at dinner.
1: Yes, <laughs> so I mean, I've never met her. She's she's probably very nice,
0: <laughs> but she, they, she she doesn't wear that much black.
1: Ah, uh, okay, good. Um, but they, because uh, you know Vader wears a little much. I mean, he's constantly going to funerals. I mean, I, he does kill a lot of people, so maybe yes. Um, he's but, a walking funeral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a walking funeral. Nice. Uh, so they. Uh, they get slightly less nice digs now that they <laughs> that they've had this situation occur, uh, and Han gets tortured on his I don't know bed bed of things that they found at a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> it just seems like a bunch of random stuff that they put on a board and then had like a red light. It was it was I, I weird, uh, but it hurt. was
0: a do, uh, odd nondescript space torture mechanism.
1: Yeah, space torture.
0: And, uh, you know, they, did, they didn't even ask him any questions. Uh, you know, it's just uh, they're just torturing him to torture him because I guess they know that Luke will maybe feel slash see the pain his friends are in and that will draw him to them. Yeah, but how
1: embarrassing would that have been if, like, Luke had died in the Battle of Hoth and nobody knew about it the whole time
0: <laughs> film? Uh, or or what if he failed that part of his like uh, Jedi training and he didn't actually have that ability and they're just like torturing these people? It's not not the smoothest of plans. I don't know. Well, maybe they can
1: sense that Luke knows. Maybe they can sense that Luke senses.
0: <laughs> they know that he knows that they know.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh,
0: uh, that doesn't make any
1: sense. No, the sensing doesn't make any sense. But they they
0: they they go through with it anyway. Uh and uh isn't this this is right around the time where they uh, they 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 catch him on the radar blip and they're like, "Hey, there's an X-Wing coming in." And they're like, "Cool. Let's uh let's go get our our, our uh carbonite freezer working because we got to rig it up because uh we didn't bring our own. Uh we're just going to build one here on the uh on the cloud city." No, so they they,
1: they don't te- detect his X-Wing until after they frozen Han.
0: Oh, okay. So then that's even better. So yeah. let's uh not only are we going to torture these guys because we think that'll draw him in, we're going to go get our our, our freezer ready uh, for when Luke gets here, and we have no idea if he's coming or
1: not. So. Yeah, yeah, well, sure. I, I, but they got to test
0: it for when Luke gets there, uh, and what, what, well, if he never got the message, he's not coming. And that's not exactly a portable carbonite freezer. So, like, what are they going to do with that? I don't know. I mean, it seemed
1: to work out mostly okay, um, except for like <laughs> a couple details. Yes. Yeah, but uh, they they it, it's a very dramatic scene when they go to the. The uh, carbonite freezing scene, and we have the it's a
0: very dramatic room with you know mm-hmm. the, the the orange glow underneath all of the steps.
1: Oh, it's, it's so iconic! I had a I had a book. Um, there were these uh, uh, there were these Star Wars books that had like pictures from the movie in them, like full color, uh, four color process, you know, printed pictures of the film but i don't remember what exactly the book was of and on the cover of this this one for empire was that shot of vader standing on the platform with the i don't know uh hexagon like maybe it's a forced perspective plank that went horribly wrong thing behind him um like uh with the little orange bars on the steps underneath Mm -hmm. it's it's very iconic uh i i i really really, uh, remember that from when I was a kid and I, I really enjoy it. Uh, the design of this room is great. Uh, it also has grates in it. Um, and so they,
0: <laughs> the only thing about this room that wasn't, uh, perfect was all of the, uh, the, the corrugated vent tubing that spews, uh, uh dry ice everywhere.
1: Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I, I mean, corrugated tubing really peaked at alien, but, uh, so they, they go through this process of, uh, doing their test freeze, uh, of, of, of solo. Um, and, uh, he gets a little icy. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, I mean, there, I'm, I'm selling the scene short. There's this really dramatic swelling musical buildup and the tension as, uh, Leia and Han are like going back and forth and, struggling with their emotions over the the whole process and how dramatic it's going to be that Han's going to be frozen or potentially killed uh in 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 what's happening Chewie's freaking out and he's knocking stormtroopers left and right off of the platform um and uh Boba Fett's gonna shoot him and and Vader's like nope don't shoot him Uh, which is which is (laughs) a curious use of Vader's ability to kill people is to to like use some discretion here but uh they 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 have the, the the whole exchange and then they uh, uh, freeze Han and then knock him onto the, uh, the oh, knock him flat onto the big great platform thing and they check on his vitals and it's very it's so dramatic and iconic i love the the whole the whole scene how it all plays out it's yeah there's
0: wonderful. the he, he's telling chewie to calm down because he's got to take care of leia now because he's got to be the man of the house because dad's leaving and don't, <laughs> you, you, you can't forget the uh the i love you and the i know because that's again one of the the most famous lines
1: yeah and, that uh, wasn't the original writing um but but it yeah. but it, it, it's it sticks with you
0: uh, can, can i ask you a question mm-hmm. um was han in handcuffs
1: i don't actually remember
0: I believe he was, mm-hmm. but he doesn't which,
1: have them when he he's all like got his fingers out and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just I just figured I'd point that out and just be a wait. Jerk.
1: Didn't they take him? Didn't they take them off when he got onto the thing to lower him into the thing?
0: I don't think so because when he's no. down in the thing, he just sort of like throws his head back when the smoke goes. Like he doesn't really like move. Like he's not in handcuffs. I don't know. I'll watch it again just to be certain, but I'm pretty sure he goes into the thing in handcuffs and he's he's not handcuffed when he's
1: carbonite. okay well it doesn't matter <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter at all it really doesn't matter no. continuity but uh the after that uh vader's all like uh bring, bring leia and the wookiee to my you know shuttle uh and and uh you know, Lando's all like, "That wasn't part of the deal," and he's like, "I'm altering the HRP. Please, I don't alter it any further." Blah 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 blah. Another
0: really, good line. But oh, yeah, let, let's also uh, take a moment to to talk about the the freezing and the carbonite thing. The, the The reason he says he's doing it is because he wants to preserve the Emperor's prize. Uh, like like Luke is going to be a stake that goes bad by the time he gets back across the no, galaxy to deliver
1: no, it. No, 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 no. Uh, it's just that he knows that Luke can use the Force, so containing him is going to be a little difficult on a ship for a long voyage so if he can just freeze him then he doesn't have to worry about him acting up uh he'll just be frozen you can't use the force to like get out of locks or like open things or knock over guards or anything like that
0: mm, i guess uh, it has but he hasn't really run into luke to know how much of the force he has mastered yet although when he does run into him he kind of you know Immediately senses like, "Hey, you got some force in you, but you're not a Jedi." Uh,
1: yes, but he still underestimates him. Um mm-hmm. and Luke is still able to mostly escape from him. Um I mean, well, actually all of him escapes. Uh just, you know, not he doesn't Luke doesn't <laughs> personally keep everything. Right. Well, I guess I yeah. could buy
0: that maybe he was going to freeze him uh because it would just be easier, but I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of effort for uh potentially just capturing the guy and taking him with you
1: yeah well whatever it's a dramatic set piece and it's nice um sure so the uh, uh this 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 starts the whole thing where they're they're leaving from there and walking around and and uh the x-wing has been detected and they're going to uh allow him to land uh and then Luke is wandering around the inside of the city that has been apparently been cleared of people. Cause it was full of people before, uh, and R2 is falling blind uh, behind him and just like bleep blooping all through the hallways. And it's like, Nope, that's not how stealth works. Calm down R2. <laughs> uh, and they, uh, you know, he sees around the corner that there are all these stormtroopers and they're pushing, uh, Han Solo's like, Well, he doesn't recognize... He probably doesn't recognize Han Solo, but they're pushing something. And then uh, Leia and Chewie and stuff. And uh, there's Boba Fett, and Boba Fett sees him and fires. Uh, And I have to assume that Boba Fett was purposefully missing, Um, that that it was just an attempt to uh, get get Luke all interested in the situation. Um, But... Then when the stormtroopers all open fire, I know for a fact that they were probably just told, you know, you can try to kill him, but it's just not going to work. Just just try your your hardest, just shoot wherever you want, and and you'll miss no matter what.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, this also works as follow-up of last week, though. I believe uh, when they say the X-Wing is detected, they say, let him land and set your blasters to stun. So that is... Uh Mention number two of blasters being able to be used as stun, although there really was no. No, there was in, none, in none of
1: that was used for stun. They yeah. fired and then it stuff walls exploded.
0: Um, <laughs> they, they didn't know the blue O's coming out of their guns.
1: No, uh, so they go through the whole thing, uh, of, of drawing him to a doorway and Leia shouting, you know, it's a trap, it's a trap, and then around the they go disappear around the corner. Uh, Luke goes inside, doesn't hear or see them anymore. Uh, R2 tries to follow and then door shuts behind him uh, and then Luke somehow wanders over to a little elevator thing which takes him up a great uh, door into the main uh, freezing chamber um, so again this is how traps work uh, and Luke has fallen into the trap and then there is Vader and uh, we we get a nice little uh, lightsaber duel uh,
0: which is better than the lightsaber duel in the previous movie. Hmm. especially the uh the continued version when they cut back to it after doing some other fun stuff
1: yeah i mean once they get down to whatever random hallway that is with the bay window that that one is pretty good um and then when they get out to the uh like fin thin pylon thing i, I none not <laughs> none of none of the interior construction of this makes any sense but uh it's,
0: it's very nice looking yeah. and it's uh it's a nice extended uh, uh multi-sequence battle but uh yeah they they do their fighting and, and correct me if i'm wrong but um when Yoda was training him didn't he say something along the lines of like you know you got to control your anger you never attack uh it's just you defend yourself and you react or whatever uh did, did he not say something like that which was then uh paid off in the scene whereby Luke uh fires up his lightsaber and attacks first
1: um nah. uh, but he does control his emotions uh mm-hmm. and and you know, Vader even comments on that and detects that he's able to control his fear, uh, you know, which is, which is a good thing for him. Um
0: because yeah, you, you know what they say. Fear is the... Uh, mind killer? Yeah. Yeah. Space worms. It's a different thing. Um, but they... <laughs> I mean, well, d- Lynch
1: almost went on to do Return of the Jedi. He was going to be the director for that. Uh, Kirshner was... Irving Kirshner was the director of this one. Uh, and uh, David Lynch is going to be the director for return of the jedi and uh lynch backed out of it because he saw all the stuff was already designed with the little ewoks and everything and the merchandising and whatever and he was a little freaked out by it and that he would went have to been do, so damn weird he wanted to do uh, uh dune instead of that and uh ralph maquan did uh return of the jedi but um we'll talk about that uh potentially in a later episode <laughs> potentially <laughs> Uh, there's a chance. Um, so they, uh, if I'm
0: not tied to a tree and set on fire after this,
1: oh my god! And you're so dramatic. I'm sure only like ten people will hate it. Um, so they they. I mean, how many people can possibly tie you to a tree? I mean, you, you're you're pretty strong, right? <laughs> it
0: only takes like one or two. Ah, oh,
1: come on, Dan. You got to work on that. You know, you you can't be taken by surprise by people who don't like your Star Wars opinions. Um. So they they <laughs> they just have their their reflexes are all based on trading cards you you can't <laughs> you can't worry about that um but the uh they they make it through this this first little battle segment uh and uh luke gets it knocked out of his hand and vader does his weird i'm flying down to you jump <laughs> which which always kind of cracks me up a little bit because he's like going chest first but uh Maybe his cape has uh, like the stuff that
0: Batman has, where it just sort of like helps him hover. Oh, from the Tim Burton movies.
1: Uh, but they, <laughs> they, <went> to, <laughs> yeah. they they went to they uh, they went to the the bottom floor again, and then Luke walks backwards, and then Vader's like, "I'm gonna hit you," and then Luke's like, "Oh," and he flinches, and he falls backwards <laughs> into the hole, uh, and uh, the carbon freezing process starts all too easy. Uh, unfortunately uh, for Vader, uh, Luke is able to like super jump now. Uh, Super
0: dump and hangs onto the cables Because, you know, that was half of his training with Yoda Was uh, climbing up vines
1: Yeah, and then Vader's like Well, this kind of ruins my plan (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: And then, so they just resume their Their fighting and and stuff uh, And running around and hiding and things uh, On the lower levels Uh, And uh, pursuing one another uh, Through through that that area that has the, the bay window um the bay window is important because um if you break the glass there then you'll have a change in air pressure potentially which could cause problems
0: (laughs) yeah yeah meanwhile in a hallway uh lando has his troops which were apparently hiding uh he he calls them up on his his like rent-a-cops they're not like troops. He he, he, uh, he he sends uh, an iMessage from his Apple Watch, and the, and the dudes show up, and they, they take the Stormtroopers captive, and they, they free uh, Chewie and Leia, and Chewie immediately chokes Lando, uh, and then he, he, he finally sputters out like he might still have time to go save Han, because uh, yeah. they haven't loaded him up yet, so maybe you should stop It's amazing
1: right. how fake choking works in movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did a decent job of pretending, and uh, yeah. once he let him go, he sort of fell to the ground with kind of like a holy crap that hurt a lot face. And, Good job, Billy D.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, well, what I like about this is that Leia Chewy here a little reluctant to take his help uh, under these circumstances, even though technically uh, it seems very likely that he would be helping them. They, they're just really mad at him, uh, and so they go to the they go to the platform um, to to go try and get Han back. Unfortunately, Han's being loaded up uh, on the thing uh, by the imperial clerk, and then. Uh, that the the ship is taken off as they get out there and then they just start shooting at it because the best thing would be if one of the engines went out uh and it crashed uh i suppose but they they shoot at it anyway uh and uh realizing that this is sort of frustrating and they should probably i don't know uh come up with another plan um to get out of here they they decide to go to the falcon
0: good plan i mean you know it's uh it's a way to escape yeah
1: and uh they they uh, come across uh, R two, who is wandering hallways, um, and uh, you know C three PO is elated to see him from behind uh, yeah. as he's being carried to and fro. Uh, and at and, least you're
0: not in uh, a bunch of pieces or whatever. Yeah, uh,
1: look what happened to me. Um, and so uh, back back down in the the under tunnels. Uh, there there's the nice dramatic moment where we we see the force being used in a lightsaber duel to pull random pieces of lightweight stuff off of the wall (laughs) (laughs) at somebody um
0: and this is this is clearly the part that luke was not prepared for he's not uh he's not comfortable with moving stuff
1: around you can tell he's not comfortable because he's turned exactly the wrong way so it hits his back every time
0: (laughs) (laughs) they keep hitting him and he's like he's swinging like somebody who can't hit a curveball and it's all just bashing into him, and he's super frustrated
1: yeah it's it's a thing um and then you know the bay window breaks and there's wind and uh luke gets sucked right out of there and then the pressure normalizes and then vader walks over and he's like well crap i better go after him
0: (laughs) and by go after him he means figure out where he went and then go hide in the corner of a hallway
1: yeah well you know that he might have gone down to the wind vane structure that's down there on the map painting, uh, and then crawled inside that thing that has a hallway that's curved, uh, exa- almost exactly like the hallway from upstairs, but it wouldn't have been inside of a straight wind vane thing, but whatever. And so they, 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 uh, he's hiding there, and I guess holding his breath so you can't hear him, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pops up from behind a corner, surprise, and uh, they, they bash it out. Uh, and uh, stuff out onto a a tower thing, and then you know Vader knocks off his hand, um, which is is a very famous thing to have happen. Uh, you, this moment where he maims someone who is of some importance to him, as we come to find out, is revealed in this scene. Dan, do you wanna do you wanna tell the audience how this how this unfolds?
0: Yeah, he's uh, Luke's trying to get away from him by by climbing out on the ledge, uh, which is you know. Where's he gonna go? He's just trying to hide behind a thing, and uh, he tells him to join him. Um, you know, we can we can we can rule the galaxy together and stuff because uh, I, I'm your dad. Because Obi Wan lied to you. He he said I killed him, but no, I, it's me. And then uh, this is the, this is the second instance, I believe, of search of feelings. You know to be true and all that. Uh, and uh, and he says join me, and he says no, uh, and then he falls. Um, you forgot all the. the- you're supposed to say,
1: "I'll never." That's not true. That's impossible. No. <laughs> you gonna you do any of that stuff?
0: The uh, it, it takes a moment for the uh, the realization to wash over Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he goes from like, "No, no, no, no." Oh, oh! And then he gets really sad and whiny and over and over again.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tell me you killed him. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Uh, and...
0: uh, It's, of course, one of the most famous scenes in in all of the movies, you know, I I Am Your Father. Isn't it in, like,
1: the AFI Film Institute whatever scenes or something? I have no idea.
0: Probably. There's actually, um, you know, that low-angle shot of Vader, like, holding his hand out. It's a great shot. I think I actually... One of the things that I found in this house uh, when we moved in uh, that the previous tenants had left behind was an autographed photo of, uh, I believe, the actor who was in the suit, uh oh and it is that frame okay so i yeah i, I have that here somewhere and uh it, it's it's a nice looking nice you have looking an show.
1: autographed photo from david prowse in your i believe home?
0: i do somewhere around here okay i should probably find that
1: it would be good for you you know this <laughs> this show we do yeah about I'm,
0: this thing you know it's uh, uh it's probably not the only one of these things that has ever been signed
1: oh no. you you think <laughs>
0: But uh, I, I found that rather peculiar. It was up on a high shelf, and, you know, it's just a piece of paper, so, like, I guess they, they just didn't see it up there somewhere. Okay.
1: Well, is it, like, an actual, like, photograph
0: piece of paper? It's, it's, like, an autographed 8x10. Okay.
1: So, why don't you have that, like, scanned and, like, saved on your Dropbox and, like, backed up on Backblaze? I mean... I
0: I think I have a picture of it that I took with my phone when I found it. Oh, my
1: God, Dan. You're the worst. <laughs>
0: It's around here somewhere. I didn't I mean. Like, I can understand why it. you
1: didn't take photos of like your 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 pelli light switches, but, <laughs> but 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 that's something valuable that the the previous owner left behind.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. How valuable is it?
1: I have no idea. I don't. I, I don't trade in these things. Hmm. It's, it's for that's for all those uh, the playing card people. I'll, um, uh,
0: I'll frame it and I'll mail it to you. How about that?
1: No, you you don't need to do that, Dad. I just want to <laughs> just want you to take a photo of it for the show notes. <laughs> okay. You you know this podcast? We do a podcast. Have yeah, you heard about it? Yeah.
0: You heard mm-hmm. about this thing? Called a podcast? Yeah. Seen this, you heard about this? Uh so uh, the other thing is um on their way out, uh Lando uses the PA system to like tell everyone on Cloud City, like, Hey guys, uh I, it's the owner here, I kinda lost control to the Empire, so you guys should totally leave. And then uh, uh R2 tries to interface with the computer to get some info and ends up uh hooking up to a power outlet for some reason um which you know c3po says how am i supposed to tell the difference between a computer terminal or power outlet?" even though lando's there and you know he kind of like runs the place so maybe he would know the difference but he didn't feel like telling r2
1: well also r2 uses a different appliance to try to use that so r2 knew it wasn't even like the same kind of port but whatever um so uh but there was this uh, we, 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 you glossed over one part of the, the end of that scene where he's reaching out uh, to Luke and then Luke looks over the edge at the bottomless void and then looks back at this man who is his father who just chopped off his hand. And he says, I'm going to take the bottomless void and he jumps off uh, towards oblivion. And then there's this scene where, David Prouse in the Darth Vader costume is just like, ugh <laughs> like drops his hand. He's just like, what a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love it. Um I mean, I didn't think it was funny like the first few times that I watched this. I was like, this is such a dramatic scene. And then nowadays I can watch it and go, Oh, it's kind of actually kind of unintentionally
0: funny on a certain level. It's like um, what a what a punk kid. Yeah. And so I try to give you the entire universe, like you you and me, we could team up, we could destroy the Emperor. He even says that. He's like, you know. You know, you and me, will get together, we'll go kill my boss, and then we'll take his job. And he's like, nope, sorry, not interested.
1: Yeah, it's called disruption. But um, so <laughs> they, he he goes down, um, gets sucked out uh, a little chute or something, you know, that's supposed to, like, I guess, clear obstructions or whatever, and then drop down another chute, and then outdoor, which has a uh, weather vane underneath it. Um, mm-hmm. There's just a lot of random stuff. Uh, fortunately, because <laughs> you can hold on to things, but uh, the, the door closes... All the other little parts of the door close, except the one he's holding on to, that's the last one. That one's just like, nope, gotcha, sucker. Uh, and he's stuck out there. All he by lands, on s- a,
0: lands on a TV antenna, and uh, he, he's screwing up somebody's uh, reruns Jeopardy, just scrambling their UHF feed.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Um, and so, the uh, uh, unfortunately, Lucas decided to add... Again, this is not Irvin Kirchner doing this in the original. This is Lucas saying, hey, you know what would be great? If we had scenes of Darth Vader getting in his car, driving back to his office, and parking his car. <laughs> we, before, it just cut to Vader had left Cloud City and was back on Star Destroyer. And then now, now he's like, you know what we need? You see him walking to the shuttle. We need the shuttle. He gets on the shuttle. He takes the shuttle up. He lands in the docking bay. He gets out of the shuttle. He walks down. <laughs> to greet, like, some people. And then he goes uh, off to the bridge. And it's like, what, what why do why we need all these scenes? What did it do? Because uh, we,
0: we needed to see him get all the way back to his window so he could peer out, and then he could realize that uh, Luke was still around. You, you
1: know, when, when we talk about the magic of editing, when we talk <laughs> about how, you know, you don't need to show every single step, this is one of those things where they did it right originally, and they didn't show every single step. And then later on, some guy went back in and said, hey, you know what? I really want to make sure the audience knows that he got into the shuttle and he went back up to his ship. And then he docked his sh- on, 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 into the docking bay and he got out and he walked past exactly these people who greeted him in the in, in the little docking bay area. And then he went back to the bridge. Just want to make sure you guys know that that <laughs> had happened.
0: In, in the original, did he did he at least have the line about like, prepare my shuttle to take me back to the star destroyer or whatever
1: yeah well he had that line but we didn't see any of the scenes of him doing that
0: well yeah that i mean yeah. that's all you would have needed so yeah the, yeah uh, exactly uh, yeah I'm, I'm with you that was stupid
1: well i mean it, it's
0: superfluous in a two hour long
1: movie you need to get you the guy's he's parking his car um and so the uh uh it was, it's a good thing it's not about vader's road trip and we get to you know see see like every stop along the way
0: well, you know, it's a very uh, slow trip back, and he's got time to think, and he's bummed about uh, the fact that uh, he lost his son. He's, he's either dead or missing or something. He doesn't really know.
1: Yeah. And uh, so back on uh, Bespin, Cloud City, uh, Leia and uh, uh, Chewie and Lando and C-3PO and R2-2-2 had piled onto the Falcon and left. And they're flying away in the clouds, and they're being chased by some Tie Fighters. And uh, Leia's all like, uh, L- "Luke is trying to communicate with with Ben, and it's not working out." And Ben's all like, "Nope, too busy." Um, yeah, just Ben
0: said, "If you're gonna if you're gonna go fight uh, Vader, you're gonna do it on your own. I can't I can't intervene."
1: Yeah, because that's that's what being more powerful than you could possibly imagine means. Being like pouting that he that he didn't listen to him. Um, <laughs> I like and that he so, said,
0: "Like I, I won't be able to help you there. Like what?" Help was he going to be if he wanted to? Is he going to be like hit him in the knee right now? You know, it's like he's just a voiceover. He's not going to like show up and like grab his hand and swing the lightsaber for him.
1: No, but but he could have like popped up and like surprised Vader. (laughs) Surprised Vader.
0: Like over, just tap him on the shoulder to freak him out. Booga booga booga.
1: (laughs) I got your nose.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's eh, that might actually come off.
1: Yeah, what's It did. But um, so. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> other than taunting from beyond the grave, oh um, the 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 uh, uh, Le- Leia is able to pick up on this, and she's like, "We got to go back. I know where Luke is." And Lando's like, "Go back. That's stupid." And uh, and Chewie's like, "Yeah, that's stupid." And she's like, "Shut up." And she and then all of a sudden Chewie is like, "Well, I agree with you more than I like Lando, so I'm going to totally do <laughs> what you do, and I'm going to yell at Lando now." Uh, and they they turn back around and they go pick up luke and there's the dramatic scene with the airlock opening on the top and lando goes up in the chute and he's got the little breather thing on and he and
0: and the harness don't forget the harness because safety first
1: yeah yeah yeah. you don't want to you don't want to fall off your cloud city uh or ship underneath your cloud city uh and he uh gets luke down uh, gets him back inside the ship and they put him in a little medical thing with a shiny blanket and stuff uh and they uh have the whole thing with the cockpit and they're getting out of there and i have to ask these Tie Fighters have been shooting at them for like fifteen minutes now, at least, <laughs> and, and shooting it the whole way back up into orbit and everything is just like, what? What exactly is it about Tie Fighters that is so threatening? The, the, Tie Fighters are the Stormtroopers of outer space, um, but the uh, in a very literal sense, I suppose. But uh, they they get back up into space, and of course they happen to leave the planet on the side with the superstar Star Destroyers. <laughs> uh, space is so big, but so small, um, and they uh, start approaching directly towards the superstar destroyer because that's a really good place to make your jump to light speed um Mm -hmm. you don't want to do it up or down or left or right but right along the superstar destroyer as close as you possibly can get uh
0: you can flip them off out the window because they're they're big on the windows
1: yeah 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 well i mean you know they're not sleeping anyways because of all the blue light um so they they're they're driving by uh mooning them or whatever and (laughs) they uh, the uh the tie fighters are firing at them ineffectually uh and they they try to fire off the uh hyperdrive and unfortunately uh lando's people had not necessarily
0: completely fixed it
1: they told me they fixed it Uh, well
0: they they did but you know there was the cut to, to vader looking out the window and he goes uh there they are. Did you guys disable the the hyperdrive like I told you to? And you're like, "Yep, we totally disabled it." So they're going to hit the button and nothing's going to happen. And then they hit the button and nothing happens.
1: Yes. And then RTD2 is like, "Hey, look. This thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when I when I stuck my thing in the wrong port, uh the computer told me that uh they they disabled it on purpose because that that's the kind of information that is stored in the uh, the cloud city's cloud drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh he's like, "Yeah, they turned that off, so you you got to fix that." Uh, so, so they they fixed that uh and then they they jump to light speed right as vader's like staring out the window and they go like oh crap and Vader f-
1: r2d2 falls in the little thing yes um and uh it, it's 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 nice <laughs> he gives like a little shoulder deflation like <laughs> he shrugs down and uh admiral piet's all like uh-oh uh <laughs> <I know laughs> he looks this over goes. his
0: shoulder at vader and Uh, luckily Vader is just like, he's had enough of the day. He's like, you know what? I'm not even into it. I'm not going to choke you. I'm just going to leave now. So bye.
1: He's like, I I have had such a long day right now. Killing you is not really going to improve my situation. I don't even know the other guy's name yet, so (laughs) this is going to be terrible.
0: He's going back so he can read the org chart in his his, uh, little room by himself, so when he comes back out, he doesn't have to pretend to know the next guy's name when he chokes this guy to death.
1: Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, um, he. uh, he, Oh, fortunately for Admiral Piet, he softens on this, and so (laughs) Admiral Piet survives um, to live another day, to die another day, or something. Well, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, this guy no one cares about might die um but the uh but live he lives for now uh it's they they have the thing uh and the rebels all join up together the the falcons docked with um some weird triangle tube ship uh and they they get in there and they've got the medical droids um some of whom we've seen earlier at the Hoth base and they're all working on Luke's hand and they give him the little robot hand. I thought it was so neat how they did this when I was a kid. Of course, I didn't realize they just stuck his hand underneath the puppet. Um,
0: (laughs) It was pretty good. Oh, before we finish up here, I got to go back and say like when, uh, when they, when Vader sees the Falcon out there, he, he telepathically talks to Luke and he goes like, Hey buddy, join me. It's your destiny. And Luke goes like, Hey, Hey dad, what's going on? They, They have a telepathy conversation. Uh, Which is...
1: You really object to telepathy. Is that, like, your least favorite superpower?
0: It's just a thing that they do, you know, randomly at the end of this movie without really ever having brought it up before. And, you know, just, you know, hey, we can talk to each other with our brains now. That's cool. Dan, you disappoint me. I mean, Obi-Wan at least goes through the trouble of being in, like, an audible voiceover. But, uh, no, I guess the bond between father and son is such that they can just talk to each other telepathically. And, you know maybe you know he talks to his sister telepathically as well so it's just a family thing i guess okay the the good old fashioned uh skywalker family tradition of telepathic communication you're such a party pooper
1: um so they <laughs> i haven't yet begun to poop on the party <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yes uh, they, they fix up his hand um lando and chewie are going to go after uh boba fett and find han uh, and then on Tatooine,
1: uh, the rendezvous on tattooing, right?
0: They're, they're going to meet back up there, but, uh, they, they took off and they, they stand and look out the window as the, the Falcon flies away. And then, then that's the end.
1: Well, and there was, uh, originally a scene where they had projected on the inside of the model, uh, them all standing around looking out the window. And then when they went back to do the stuff later, they replaced them digitally. So you can see the little cutout where they put them in. Um, but, uh it was impressive for the time and uh i i liked the the galaxy shot that where they're looking out over the big spiral galaxy out there um when i was a kid i thought that was very impressive uh that they could do something like that convincingly on on uh film like how did they how do they do that how do they even pull off this magic um of course you know they did cuz they, they put it <laughs> all on like a disk and spun it around so, well, anyway it doesn't matter um so it's it's neat i like it and the, the music's going and it, it's dramatic and while things are a little down like it's not great things things are not super awesome everybody's mostly okay
0: like <laughs> mostly. very little has been resolved but a lot has changed
1: yes yes there there is an evolution in uh the story arcs of these characters even though um the war is not over and uh, the star wars I don't know why that's plural, but it, it, that that is not over.
0: Um, right. So in terms of the plot of this movie, not a ton has changed. But for the characters, uh, Han and Leia got their 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 love thing going on. Uh, Luke is kind of sort of on his way to to being a Jedi. Uh, Princess Leia, yeah, again, her thing with Han. That's that that's about it. We we met Lando. Uh, he was a jerk, and then he tried to be nice, uh, and then you got you know three PO and R two and Yoda and Chewbacca. Yep. And uh, you know Vader's doing his thing uh, to varying degrees of success. Uh, he, he he's trying to make a connection with the family, but uh, you know he's still just a big bad guy jerk. But um, well,
1: I I feel I feel he is more he is more interesting in this film than he is in the first film. Like if you compare him to what we watched last week, uh, where he's just sort of like menacing and like walking indoors and going whoa, you know I was about to the student now i am the master and etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah um,
0: he's certainly got a little bit more of a personality to him in that he uh thinks and acts in ways that could be in his own personal best interest not necessarily just like following orders or just you know uh, military protocol but he's he's doing things that uh are his decision not necessarily just because the emperor told him to
1: well also there's a there's a certain there's a little bit of a streak of humanity there um, cause he also like the emperor also wants him to kill Skywalker. And he's like, well, what if we turn him? Like, I don't really want to kill my son basically,
0: but right. After he finds out that he is him, he is his son. So yeah, yeah that's uh, so it certainly adds some interest to it there. The, one of the things though, that, um, I was thinking about as this ended, which kind of bugged me and I guess we'll talk about it now is that, so the whole reason Luke bailed on his Jedi training to go save his friends is because he thought they were going to die and he wanted to protect them through some undecided as of yet action. As soon as he gets there and sees his friends, um he kind of gets like ushered off into the room with Vader, but like rather than like trying to escape and go meet back up with his friends and like help him out, he just like fights Vader. And then he continues to fight Vader and then he continues to fight Vader. And he kind of just like doesn't address the fact that his friends might actually be still in peril he's just like uh i gotta do this because this is all i know how to do or this is the only thing i can think of i'm just gonna fight Uh, this guy who's probably gonna beat me up
1: i completely disagree with you because uh he 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 is not going to really effectively be able to run away from vader in this contained environment that they're in um and and go save his friends because vader is going to pursue him uh and Possibly draw more uh, unwanted bad things towards his friends, so it's it's not really necessarily helping him if he goes and joins back up with them. Um, as well, well Vader's as Vader's fact- been
0: pursuing him the entire time.
1: Well, he doesn't Both know. Movies. He doesn't know that. <laughs>
0: okay, I guess well, they they didn't
1: have a conversation about it. He doesn't know that Vader is personally pursuing him. Uh, he he knows from what Yoda and uh, Obi Wan told him that Vader is trying to draw him out by torturing his friends. Um, so if anything, he might think that his friends are more safe by him not being around, uh, and by him engaging with Vader and then, you know, trying to defeat him. So that way his friends will be safe.
0: But he saw his friends being like ushered away by the stormtroopers and, uh, Boba Fett, that whole like line of folks there before he gets pushed into the little room. So he saw that they yeah, were and then the room in door potential locked, jeopardy.
1: And the room door is locked and he's stuck inside of this giant metal tube with, uh, with Vader.
0: Yeah, but he's got a lightsaber. Cut through the door.
1: Dan, I don't know why you're so fixated on this. Like
0: it, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me that in his efforts to save his friends, he just ignores his friends.
1: He's not ignoring them. He, one of the biggest threats that's on Cloud City is Darth
0: Vader. Run away from him! <sighs> <laughs> We're not going to agree on this. I don't think we are, but no, it... Uh... It was just one of those things. That maybe there is enough justification in that, uh, like you said, he's keeping the danger away from his friends, but he doesn't know that. Like he's not, he, he hasn't even seen his friends for more than like a blink of an eye before he got pushed into that room, so he doesn't know the status of them. He has no idea that Han's been frozen. He has no idea what's going on. He doesn't know what he needs to do in order to help them. He just goes after Vader and then continues to fight him.
1: Well, he knows they're not currently being tortured because he could sense that before.
0: <laughs> Did he take the moment to close his eyes and like try and sense to see if they were still in jeopardy when he got there? Oh, God Dan, you're just. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'll tie you to that tree myself.
1: <sighs>
0: <laughs> I'm not saying this is the biggest deal in the world. I'm just saying, you know, the things he does are, you know, while they are awesome in this movie, they are not necessarily the things he set out to do. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm controlling my, my rage. He helps, he helps them escape. Yes. Well, most of them. Uh, but that's, that's mostly through just sort of accidental means. Actually, Lando helps him escape more than he does necessarily. If it wasn't for Lando, he would have failed.
1: If it wasn't for Lando, lots of things in this movie would be different, Dan. (laughs) You, can't, you argu- can't just you can't just say what if Lando did this one thing.
0: I'm just saying it's it's uh, arguable that Lando had a bigger impact on this than Luke Skywalker did.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, he also got his friends captured, so
0: you could you could look at it that way. I well, okay, so but like if Lando didn't bring his goons to get Chewie out of cuffs and whatnot, uh Luke would be hanging from a TV antenna like calling for help and uh there would be no one to come help him.
1: Yes, but also if lando had warned his
0: friends who were approaching
1: hey don't come down here <laughs> then then things would be different as well
0: well they were already too close they didn't call ahead i don't know it, uh, uh, yeah there, there are there are things i you know it's it's my, just not the smoothest of things
1: i i, I mm, uh mm. <laughs> I have pro- my 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 inner issues with this film are completely different from your issues with this film. Um, what,
0: what are what are your issues with it?
1: I, I I just think that it's been overly built up as adult and serious, where there are those moments where it is more a little more juvenile than uh, than some some might think, and that nostalgia does de- does heavily color your viewing of the experience. And uh, that if you're if you were to put an adult who had never seen Star Wars down and make them watch this would it be as emotionally impactful as somebody who grew up with it as a kid? And I'm not sure that's the case. Uh, especially when you get to like puppets and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't know how that works out, but, um, I mean, I, you know, still like it, but, uh, as, as far as it being like one of the most adult and serious and amazing films that's ever been made, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. Uh, I, I don't know if I would put it in that category.
0: Well, uh, I don't. I don't know if that that sentiment goes all the way back to the original theatrical release, but I can imagine after having seen the first one, where you've got good guy versus bad guy, and then you've got this one where it's again very dramatic, and then you get to the end there, and it turns out to be a much more personal story than just good guy versus bad guy, and it, you're just you sort of see that you know the I am your father moment. You go, oh crap, this just got a whole lot more intense than it already was, which. You know, to a certain extent, it already was. Uh, I, I can see where that would leave uh, a very big impact, or it would be a very big turning point in the overall arc from the, for the whole series for people. And that's just sort of the moment that you feel is like that's when things uh, that's when things got real. That's like the the inciting incident uh, into the third act of the, the the three movies here. So that's I don't know I, that that moment feels serious if you internalize the the, the personal. Um, the personal conflict between the father and son stuff. But yeah, there is still a ton of the the, the juvenile banter between Han and Leia. And even to a certain extent, uh, you know, Luke's sulking and slightly overacting that uh, brings it back down a little bit.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's a bad film or that it's a a film for kids. I'm just saying that if you're only measuring it against the other Star Wars films, then sure, this is the most adult thing that you've ever seen in your entire life. But <laughs> as far as as far as like the uh, echelon of all film ever uh, that some people like to place this in is like the best movie that's ever been made. Um, I, I don't know if I would put it there. Um, I, I like it. Ha- I like it a lot, though. But but that's but that's not the same thing as it being um, as adult as some people portray it to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's also the thread—Lando's uh, whole motivation is really sort of—they even point out, you know, you sound like a businessman or whatever. He's he's making very sort of calculated—not necessarily business decisions, but he's making very calculated decisions that are uh, sort of long-term outlook, which I guess could be sort of adult-themed as well, instead of just like the selfish whatever, like, I'm going to stick with my pals kind of thing. But, I mean, he does— eventually he, he mostly helps his friends out because he gets double-crossed in the in the whole thing anyway
1: yeah well i mean he wasn't going to help them at all it was totally fine with him being shipped off uh well no he was fine with them being s- stuck on the city with them and then when they got were going to get shipped off he was a little iffy on that one uh but he, he, it's it, 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 it's not a major criticism i'm just saying that it, it gets overly built up sometimes in people's estimation of the the film, and like as the trilogy overall, and then as all six films put together, that you know, I don't know, it's fine. I it, I, <laughs> I I think that uh, I I you know I like it, but uh, I I feel like sometimes this is put above um, uh, Return of the Jedi um, on on a certain level. Like this is like the best best one, and I, I think that there can be a case made that Return of the Jedi is a slightly uh, it has, it, it is slightly more complex in some scenes than, than this can be, um, with the negotiation that needs to go on and, uh, the way that, uh, different things kind of play out, but w-
0: w- whatever. Do you think if it weren't for the Ewoks that, uh, Return of the Jedi would be remembered a little bit more fondly?
1: I do. Cause they were originally going to be Wookiees, like the planet of the Wookies and stuff. Um, and uh, that all got changed to Ewoks. And I feel like if it had been Wookiees, that maybe it would have been a little more serious. Although he probably would have had them doing the stupid Tarzan yells too. Um, but uh, I, I feel like the Ewoks, it becomes a, like a, a really huge target for why people can say that that one's terrible um, and, and that this one is more serious. But it's like they're, you know, pig people manning stations and all kinds of weird stuff in this one so maybe little, maybe little just, ram uh, kangaroo ice things
0: <laughs> he really just wanted to save the uh the, the the chewbacca planet for another another time
1: well it was already used in the the life day special uh for the store stores Holiday special we're not going to do that one on this podcast i don't think uh they <laughs> oh, did I, it on I, the comparable but we're hmm. not doing that
0: i i didn't know that was a thing i was just referring to the prequels
1: oh dan there was a uh, television special done by um, some CBS comedy writers who hadn't really, uh, didn't have like a full grasp of the film. And they had seen the first film and Lucas was so busy working on Empire, uh, he didn't really have any time to put uh, thought into what was happening with the TV special. And so he gave them some ideas and stuff and they sort of loosely did some things. And, but it, it has more much more in common with like a CBS variety hour uh, than, than it, uh, from the 70s than it does with with star Wars at any capacity and mm. B Arthur sings in it. Um, as, as I believe I've shared a clip of that with you in the past. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like there's the whole thing with life day and they make all the stars show up and it, it's just dreadful.
0: Mm. Well, I I'm glad we're not going to do that. Although, um, I, I do like this movie. I can't yet make the same determination you have, uh, about where this ranks in, all three, because I'm reserving judgment based on my faulty memory until I, I see uh, Jedi again. To okay. Appear. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'm just, just
1: revisiting a theme that we've been going through. Sure. You know, as we've as we've revisited each of these films, we've talked about them in relation to the others. So yeah, I'm sure for, we'll talk about it again when we go to the next one.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And the thing about the um, the elevated status of this movie, potentially, from my apparently distant outsider's perspective, um, it's a little hard for me to see in that kind of all of star wars is up on a pedestal maybe empire is just on a slightly higher pedestal
1: yeah, i would i would say that's fair but i mean most of the time people say star wars is on a pedestal and then they say that prequels are not really star wars so that it's a it's a weird pedestal it's a half pedestal yeah
0: so any other Or have we uh no fish, i think i think we beat this
1: pedestal to death
0: let's let's get
1: in our um our shuttle ready my shuttle and then we'll have like <laughs> 10 minutes of me getting back to the shuttle yeah uh, it's a nice looking shuttle yeah it's a it's really the one, neat it was the like, one
0: with the the foldy wings right yeah
1: well and that was originally designed for return of the jedi for the opening scene and he liked it so much he put it back in the. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: you know it's it's really just for continuity because uh it's in the it's in the later movie so you got to put it back in the earlier movies so it all. Flows together better.
1: Oh yeah, and then when you go back and you do the prequel movies, then you got to go back and change these movies again.
0: <laughs> right, so it's all one cohesive thing.
1: <laughs> Nothing about this is cohesive. It's more
0: Disneyland than a movie series at this point. Got to make sure everything matches.
1: Uh, it it is a mess. I'm really curious to see what happens going forwards in the next 20 years. Like what revisions will be made. Um, to whether, the old ones? Yeah, I don't know. Will Disney just, like, leave it all alone and it'll just be exactly as it is right now? Or will will they go... I hope so. Well, no, no, but are were they going to go and, oh, you know, that Jabba scene's not really holding up with anybody... Like, could you imagine how that Java scene is going to look in 20 years? Um,
0: well, especially once they go to 4K, yeah, that's not going to work out so well.
1: Yeah, so are they going to revise that or are they going to remove that? Are they going to do the, we're going to go back to the despecialized and then they lose out some of the things they made slightly less terrible when they when they changed this? Because there were some beneficial changes when they did the special edition of cleaning up matte lines and effects and stuff that uh, didn't quite work out. There were just some really huge disadvantages to things that got mucked with for no reason
0: hmm. if i had to put money on something uh if they were to revisit something for example if they were to do 4k uh version of this i would say they would keep everything in they would just update it all uh again which is depressing
1: you mean just rescan the film stock and then like recomposite everything yep uh <laughs> this is probably for the best i mean i still i still see some black edges around like some of the stuff in the hoth battle um and the uh exploding speeder has some dark edges around the flames and stuff where that's yeah, not exactly how that would work because it would be it's over the bright snow so it would just be brighter than the snow but whatever yeah there was um,
0: another um millennium falcon uh like pov shot behind the the drivers where the black levels of everyone is really lifted compared to what's outside but that was yeah, it's just because there are so many layers. I think it was one of the Cloud City shots where it was, like, orange behind them or something, and they were, like, purple shadows. It was odd.
1: Well, and there's... Uh, when the walkers are first seen in the distance, there's, like, that big, snowy, like, uh, foggy cloud thing obscuring the horizon. And then there's these little tiny uh, black things on the horizon moving forwards. They wouldn't actually be that dark. Um, so they would be a little lifted from that, although you wouldn't really see them stick out. So I don't know if they would ever change that, but uh, it it shouldn't be as dark as it is. Yeah. For atmosphere. Maybe
0: uh, maybe they should put us in charge of the 4K remastering of this.
1: No, (laughs) I... Could you imagine the death threats we would get from people?
0: (laughs) Well, you'd have to, uh, you know, do it under a pseudonym or something.
1: (laughs) Okay. I mean, Joe
0: Steele's not your real name anyway.
1: Yeah, I know. I'll be Dan Sturm and you be... uh, (laughs) luke skywalker and then we'll edit the film that way
0: okay that Th- then
1: both of us are safe
0: sure S- send your send your hate mail to uh, ice planet hoth <laughs>